Think of uh, Jack winning an event. Oh, oh fuck me, Tom. The whole day's ruined now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Pack up. Are we ready? Are we ready to send it straight to, boys? 11th of our name. Welcome. I mean, once Charles has fucking finished fannying around. He loves it, doesn't he? I mean, he has got the voice of an angel in the mood. It's pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, voice of an angel, mate. After that graceful intro, welcome to the Merchant Princeling podcast, 11th of her name, Long May She Rain. Ah, Long May She Rain. He's jumped straight in. Back at it. Is it not 10th? Uh, Yeah, sure, why not? Is it? It's 10th. It's 10th. 10th. Back at it again with the white bands. It's 10th. Yeah, it's 10th. 10th of her name. 10th of her name. Long May She Rain. And I think we even said we were going to do some... fucking slut. We were going to do a giveaway for tenth, but well, we're not we, going to now. We've not planned no. that. Yeah. No, 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 what's going on? No, you can. Um, yeah, you, you can, can give just... us stuff. Yeah. Well, people do yeah. all the time. Exactly. That's the, like the main. Yeah. Yeah. Something we need to heavily touch on shortly. Exactly. We'll yeah. touch. Yeah. We'll molest it a bit later. We'll have um, to monetize it as well at some point. <laughs> 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 I want to make my one ninety nine off of Spotify. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you are probably all aware, my name is Tom Sargent. I'll be the host this evening. Alongside oh. me are your beautiful co-hosts, the Oof. the the begifted Giles King. Hello, everyone. And the um, what's the what, what's the right word? The begrudgingly not depressed anymore. Will Henry? Correct. I've overcome my uh, my depression. Yes. Hello. How are we? Today? He's got over his hangover. That's good yeah. for everyone. Although, Essentially, that's what it is. I am still pretty set on what I was thinking about on Tuesday. So moving to Italy and hunting truffles of a pig. Exactly. A mangalitsa pig, to be precise. But, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Are, they the, are they the, the furry ones? The, the sheep fur? The ones that have hair, yes. Curly, yeah. curly yeah. hair. Yeah. Curly tails we, and curly we, hair. We yeah. used to keep pigs. Ooh, colour yeah. me interested. Yeah, yeah, I used to keep pigs. Without being mean, was that to slaughter at the end of the year? For food and stuff? Or I just... mean, no one tell anyone that would be offended by this, but they did become sausages. Yeah, Ooh. good. Yeah. That's what pigs are. Um, Perfection. But let's move on before we upset any vegetarians. It's true. Yeah. yeah. There are probably yeah. loads of them playing heresy. Um, no, it's all hipster and all that bollocks. Yeah. 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 God damn it, Jack. We are here. What has he done? What has he this done? evening. Oh, no, he just meant he's a hipster. Yeah. Oh, truly. So he definitely truly, loves yeah. meat. Yeah. We are here this evening to talk to you about um, a lovely Will, little event. The beard scratching already. Come on. Oh, yeah. It's two minutes in. I'm holding it up. I'm holding it up. <laughs> I think we need, we need to move. We need to do the PC mics next I month. It's, I think yeah. it's inevitable. Yeah. It's, we've got to be done. Right. Greetings. Anyway, Tom, greetings event. Us. The, the weekend event that just went past was the Siege of Terror in quotation marks, the size of overstretched labia. Yeah. What? Because it wasn't really a Siege of Terror event, was it? So Siege of Terror, what if alternative universe event that all three of us were supposed to go to, and you're probably only listening to this podcast if you've listened to the previous nine, the previous, what, five of them have been our lead up to the event, and as you probably all know, I was not able to attend. Fucking horseshit. Due to pandemic reasons, yeah, which seems to have not have bothered a bunch of other people because they came Mm. and infected a lot of people. Mm. Who'd have thought, right? So if you're the piece of shit, who didn't do a lateral flow test before the event and came and had symptoms, or even if you didn't have symptoms and you didn't do a lateral flow test and you still went to the event and got people COVID, which you'll never know because you ne- will probably don't know. Uh, you're a piece of shit. 
Yeah. Thanks for that. Arch scumbag. <laughs> yeah. So much COVID aggression. We've not even got into it yet. No, I mean, I did feel ah. poorly. Like, if, if I felt fine, but I still had COVID, I would have been more angry. But because yeah. I, kn- I knew, like, on Saturday afternoon, I felt not so shit. I was recovering by then, but I still feel crap enough to be like, yeah, I- I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm not away from home. I'm- Probably still ill at this point, yeah. I just needed cuddles with Laura. That's literally what I needed. It's the cure for anything. It is, it is, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so, But you two went. We did. And every other person in the world time. went. It's quite possible, yes. Yeah. yeah, it felt like it on my social media platforms that well, weekend. Perfect Pete didn't go. No, Perfect Pete, also Matt Burney. with the Rona. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete was riddled with Rona that he got from the previous. Their attrition. Attrition event. So if you mm. went to attrition and didn't test, he did LST, also go out the night. Shit. He did also go out the night before. That's true. He went out and enjoyed every beverage. Yeah, mm. literally so. in every orifice one could find. Yeah, he did get tanked up with yeah. Bernie. Yeah. Uh, so Bernie was also not at the greetings weekender, and nor was the Jaggard. Ah, the Jaggard. So we had but, yeah. a lot of fun just um, being so at home people. bored. Yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. It's horrible oh, times. <laughs> it is what it is. I can safely say you were missed. Well, it seems like that, which is you nice. Were. You were. Yeah. And it's nice to hear. Um, so we're going to talk to you a little bit about that. We're not going to go into um, hours of detail because we know that time is short and also my COVID jealousy will just rage me out. It's true. It's true. So we're <laughs> Reset the clock. And, yeah, we're going to try and keep that to uh, a minimum. We've got couple of other bits we're going to talk about before we go into greetings. It's a bit of housekeeping. Uh, we probably won't do a what have you been up to, because I wouldn't imagine any of us have been up to much in the last week. Um... Giles got his army ready for greetings, and I, without being mean, I would imagine you've done no hobby since. I've 3D printed a jet bike. <gasps> after. How did that um, go in the end? Mostly fine. A couple of marks. Don't know mm. what caused them. Mm. Um, it's in a line across the model, so... I'm guessing something went wrong in those few layers, but right. it's going pretty well. I'm going to okay. it tomorrow, see what happens. But that is the sole co- amount of hobby I've done since the event. Perfect. Building and painting a Spartan in about hours. eight hours combined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty, Will? Pretty full on. Mm, I became traitor curious this afternoon, which mm. was very enjoyable. That's a, that is a conversation for if, that, if those legs... Yeah, are still stable next week. I think that's the test, isn't it, Tom? We're that's the test. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if it's still going yeah. next week, we're hyping you up into because I am. It. It's, I am on, it's on, baby. You, yeah. As of uh, was it Friday or the Saturday of that event? You know, the Friday before the Saturday of that, I got very Sekmet curious. Ooh, Sek curious. And then as soon as the doubles yeah. event went live for greetings, I knew that if I was going to have a traitor boyfriend as a partner for that event. I was going to be Sekmet confirmed. Yes, boy. So we'll talk about them both next week, Will. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I have painted uh, Tau Commander. Good. We move. Yeah. Nice. Get the fuck out. Um, yeah. Is someone landing a helicopter? Can you hear that? Yeah, there's the uh, Chinook, Chinooks fly every now and again. Yeah, they do. We've just had a... Yeah. Uh, a number of Chinooks. I've just Ooh, this is I'm how sensitive that. the microphone is, babe. I've just heard a helicopter fly over Giles's house. Yeah. Anyway, I'm really impressed. She's too busy catching Pokemon, man. Oh, is that a subtle way to say, please be quiet? No, no, no. Uh, we, uh, we were just discussing it beforehand. Got you. It's all. Uh, um, so we're going to talk a couple of things before we go into the greetings chat. Of course. 
first thing we're going to talk about and just being mentioned to is just want to get your guys' thoughts on the GW price hike. <laughs> um, so we need to know from Will, Giles. <laughs> get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, snort in derision at that fucking Oda Hall shit. I don't yeah. know how many... But it's not just GW, is it? It's That's a lot one... of massive businesses at the so moment. So if you listen to... If you listen turning to... record right. profits and still raising Sh- prices. So Shell. Not Shell just GW, BV, yeah. but to everyone. Particularly if you sell gas to people. Oh, don't get me started. just like to confirm that my job has nothing to do with the ownership of the gas inside the pipe. My company are to do with the maintenance of the pipe that transports the gas. We are government mandated and regulated. We make no profit. We move. Um, um, Aside from those very valid reasons, fuck you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> evidently your fault, Tom. Come on. Well, if right. it makes you feel any better, I went yeah. for a promotion to get more of your delicious taxpayer money. Perfection. And then um, made like the the application went live on Tuesday. Made it. I made my manager aware I was going to apply. Yeah. And then Tuesday night, I went to. I was on call. Went to bed, and when I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, I had about thirty missed calls from the call-out manager and my partner that day because they tried to wake me up for a gas escape and I just slept through it. Savage. So I probably won't be getting any more of your taxpayer money for a while. Mm. Um, Sad news indeed. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll flash that interview. Don't worry about that. Um, If you pay attention to like Twitter and other cesspits, you'll see some people saying inflation is 5% this year. Across the board, ludicrous anyway. If you take the average of like energy prices, which is insane, right? (laughs) Um, Fuel, um, taxes on alcohol and property and just everything, right? Council taxes, VAT inflation that you know we were promised we wouldn't get, and all the rest of it. Um, I think it's an. I think there was a government statistic come out that the or you know a fact finder thing was like on average overall it's five percent. So when you get your pay adjust your inflation adjusted pay rise this year, if you don't get five percent, you got a pay cut. Right? Essentially, yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's what it means. So yeah. you're going to have to make that money up somewhere else. Now, if you listen to Kirsty Allsop and all the rest of it, and like those motivational speakers, if you just cancel Netflix and stop buying a coffee in the morning, you'll be able to afford a house soon. I mean, that's, so it doesn't that's matter. exactly how how I'm in the process to buy a house is just just cancel Netflix. Right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Are yeah, you fucking seven. high? That's seven ninety nine. Oh, it's done, the, it's done the dream. I saw was... a stat on Twitter that was how many years of cancelled Netflix it would take to afford a house in yeah. London. It was like four and a half thousand years. There was a there was a thing that went out yesterday. So this, you know, that woman Kirsty Allsop, she wrote that account that thing where she said basically everyone just needs to cancel Netflix and they'll be able to afford Twitter. No, they'll be able to afford a house. Mm. Bearing in mind that her f- first house was bought by her dad, who is like a duke or something. <laughs> There was another article printed by that same newspaper today by some other MOOC in support of it saying, I bought my first house at 24. In the very first paragraph, it said she was allowed to live at home rent-free for six years where her parents subsidised and helped her with a deposit. Mm. So she didn't buy a house at 24, did she? A little, anyway. A little star. A little Any, I feel like, I feel like we're getting distracted. Any, yes, mm. we are. I'm just, get, I'm just ranting. So, but there are things on there that say, you know, inflation is 5%. So everything's going to go up. So expect everything to go up 5%. So if you shop from Games Workshop, expect Tactical Squads to go up 5%, expect your Land Raiders to go up 5%, expect your Bellacore to go up 5%, and your Rulebooks to go up 5%. And there are some people who are saying this is 
pure capitalism. This is just greed. This is horrible. This is the worst thing to ever have happened to games workshop in the world. And there are some people who are saying it's a luxury hobby and those people need to get in the bin, frankly. Oh, yeah. Right? But the problem is nowhere in codexes going up 20% is that in any relation to inflation. Why do codexes need to go up 20%? I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll have reasons for it, won't they? Well, it's because they like to be, shipping. Shipping. They like yeah. to appear to be, like all businesses, they like to appear to be on the side of the customers, but they're going to do what the numbers tell them to do. Well, so they have to do... I don't think they're if, any different to anyone else. They have to do what gets investors and, and gets, you know, provides dividends to continue getting investment because that's how Games Workshop went from making really crap metal models in the 90s, which were still the best models in the world, yeah, yeah. to making things like Bellacore now. You know, and I'll having deals with really Marvel and all the rest of it. What's Let's that? Sack off Tony. Yeah. yeah. Well, sack off quite a lot of people because I saw a thing on Twitter the, again the other day. You never trust anything on Twitter anyway, but that they are ju- they are just passing middle managers around back and forth um, because n- none of them are highly skilled. So they all come yeah. in as, as low skill entrants into jobs, and they don't know what they're doing in that department, and they just get moved around to invigorate life into the workforce when actually they're just underskilled middle managers. Yeah, I've I've heard similar as well with them having essentially like an aging population within the company working there, um, and they're all just they all back in the eighties or the nineties bought shares within the company, sure, which have which have since quadrupled. God knows, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, uh, for sure, are worth so much more now. Yeah, and. They're just sitting at their at their average pay wage or whatever it is, yeah. knowing that all they've got to do is just ride it out. Like, well, I mean, the pay for Games Workshop right. is not brilliant. You know I mean, like, and terrible. A shop manager isn't yeah. good pay. Yeah. You know, our local shop manager—he doesn't listen to this podcast, so he won't mind me saying it. But our local sh- manager, he's asked. He, when I moved out of my flat, he asked if I could let the landlords know so that he could move in because he has to live in a house share with five other people, and three of them don't speak English. Fuck it, now because. That's all he can afford. Someone's, yeah. someone's breathing really loudly like a predator. Um, and hmm. I think it might be Giles. <laughs> Sounds um, about right. Yeah. Ready um, yourselves. <laughs> for Giles to leap out the bushes at you. <laughs> Weapon loaded, boys. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a pretty, that's a big topic at the moment. And they did say that resin's going up, and obviously, all Forge World is resin. Yeah. Um, so Forge World's overpriced anyway, but we don't need to get into that. It's now. So overpriced. I was chatting to <coughs> Mr. Askham, my new best friend, mm, the, um, the man, the myth, the legend, yeah, hero, Great about guy. the fucking um, about an Arvis lighter. Oh my god, yeah. It's like seventy-three pound from fucking Forge World yeah. now, and he was going to buy one yesterday. Checked in today, bam, out of stock. Like, what the hell? Seventy-three pound, and it's out of stock. I think one will go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, the pr- the problem is, is that their, their business strategy is we've priced, say it's taken Arvis Lighter, we've priced it at £50. Let's say 100 people bought it in any time period. Okay? Yeah. Then the next equivalent time period, only 90 people bought it. Well, why did those 90 people buy it? Well, because why didn't those 10 people buy it? Where have I lost that 10? Oh, they've gone to China because in China it's £12. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I need to make the profits up somewhere because a normal person would say, well, I tell you what, it's 50 pounds. If I make them in the middle and make it 40 and do a price reduction, I might sell more than a hundred. I might sell way more than enough to make up the cost of it going down to 40. No, 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 no. What they do is make it 60. So that way when they only sell 90, they've still made the same profit. 
And then the next time period, they only sell 80. So then they put it up to 70 pounds. Yeah. And they just keep going like that. It's pretty moronic. But well, it is, it's what they do. What, and we all. What and can we do? We all like the setting. We all like the IP. We all like a majority of the models. And um, you can either get into 3D printing, you can go to China, or you can carry on playing Games Workshop. There is a life lesson that all of us buy too much of it anyway. Yeah, undoubtedly. So we could all, you know, if, if, if everything's gone up 20%, we could probably buy 20% less and still be okay. Mm. Um, so I don't think, you know, I think that's something that we all just have to deal with, <laughs> realistically. Realistically, it's just, you've just got to get on with it, haven't you? Right. Yeah. Which, as long as it's... You can do exactly as you said. You can have a 3D print, go to China, or just continue to pay it. Beyond that, it's just pissing into the wind because yeah. they're not going to fucking change and they're not going to listen to you. So, hey ho, life goes on. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's just one of those things. We've just got we've just got to move. Should we um, talk about something more positive? Uh, yeah, I do actually want to talk to you something more positive. I, would I, love to do. I want to talk to you about the positiveness. Of the Friday night and the Saturday morning of greetings before any games were played, because we'll get to your game awesomeness in a bit. What were your travels like? What were your list so, preps like? Well, I'll take you through. So my Friday night was fantastic. I had a uh, a chicken burger from oh. the fish and pla- fish and oh. chip oh. shop oh. local to to my partner. And Wait, it was what? Fucking unreal! You heard me right, Will. From a fish and chicken chip shop. Burger, chicken burger. Chicken burger. Fish and mm. chip shop. Uh, it, on the coast. Was... I respect that. No, no, no. South no. London. It was fantastic. I, res- I respect um, that, Charles. And yeah, then I, I woke that. up early Saturday and drove to Wellingborough. You just Jason Derulo, do you? Just ran solo. Jason <laughs> Derulo. <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> anyway, we're off topic again. Tell us about your Friday and Saturday morning, Will. Oh, mine was joyous, actually. So one would preemptively try and plan these things and put procedures in motion to prevent what inevitably happened. Jack got shit-faced. And I should have inevitably planned for that and not let it become a variable. It should have been a preordained variable from the outset. (laughs) It should have been a constant. Exactly. Exactly. But (laughs) alas, mm, when you assume the best of people... All they do is fail. So, so did Jack so did Jack get shit faced? So Jack was late. I had to go and <laughs> I had to go pick him up from the so train station. That's so funny. Which was actually going backwards away from Wellingborough. So I had to go twenty minutes out of my way to collect him. Twenty minutes back to where the starting point was, of which both <laughs> the lovely Oliver Mew and Daniel White were both at mine on time, ready oh. to go. You travelled up with Ollie as well. So those three, those two, they hopped, hopped in the van and they left at a very reasonable time. Oh. I then had to go back on myself, collect Jack, get back on the road and send it. Oh. So, yeah, like half, probably like 45 minutes behind. Yeah, as well as Jack being late in general. So, but it's, it's, it's elementary, my yeah. dear sirs, because... We still got there. We dumped the bags off. You know, I mean, think of Papi Jervis assholes. And then <laughs> and then got down the pub and started drinking. And it was lovely. So what were some of the heresy based conversations in the pub that night? 
It wasn't really. I don't really recall a lot of it. So I know. Well, there was a video of Ian explaining how to use two tanks to tank shop to destroy half a unit of just stay Of ring. course. Yeah. 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 So it. Ian gave us a, a couple of visual re- representations of rules, which were very helpful, of course. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else did we talk about? I don't really remember. I didn't drink. I I, I went to pick up Old Man Mullins. Ah. Oh, he's o'clock, been, he's so. been waiting there for a week, bless him. It's true, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> so not only did he pack and try to leave a week early, he also got forgotten on the Saturday morning. Yeah. Yes. Did he? He did, yes. What yes. do you mean he got forgotten? What, he was left at the hotel? Left at the hotel. And yeah. Who, who went out to go back and get him? James and Ian did. James and Ian. Yeah. I mean, they got to the random. I'm like, where's James? Oh, shit on it. I kind of feel like that is their fault, but it's also Jason's for not once checking in all morning. Yeah, unless six and one half dozen other. Yeah. Unless that yeah. did happen, and I'm shortcoming, but yeah, I think he was in the fucking pub having a fry up with some of the other boys. Actually, thinking that's, about that's it, that's fucking. Well, no, fair I play. heard he was by himself. Oh, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. But I don't even feel like the it problem. Great to see him. I've not seen Jason in ages. That's the thing is, Jason was like because of the Sons of Heresy, he was like a staple event goer. Yeah. His his voice was just all you could hear whenever you played an event. That's true, and it was beautiful. And then. You don't see him for ages because everyone had that sort of pandemic lull, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see him doing events again. I hope he carries on with some regularity coming to events. It's he, lovely. He's yeah. in great shape as well at the moment. Is yeah, he? Yeah. Excellent. Looking, looking trim. Looking fly and as fuck. Mm. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. He's I been cultivating that. mass the good way. Good. Yeah, mm. excellent. Mm. So, yeah, Perfect. so we... Uh, it was like... Sis- seven or eight of us so we just mm. jammed out had a few drinky poos caught up some other boyfriends arrived like pete king and like dom came and uh woodley and yeah. uh yeah then about 10 about 10 off 10 i think everyone kind of had I enough could, at that point so. i think i mean whether it was whether he's genuinely being sweet or whether he was drunk and both i don't know but pete king bless him messaged me after Woodley had sent a photo to me, which was like uh, a group shot of all of you. I was like, boys, don't send this to fucking... But I'd, 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 I just thought it was like a nice photo to see, but because it was taken like a selfie, Pete yeah. King was doing like the double the double gangster middle fingers. That he and is, yes. I didn't, I didn't even see it or notice it, and Pete messaged me within a, a split second was like, mate, I, I was not swearing at you. <laughs> I told... <laughs> I told... I told... I told him not to send that photo and i was like i didn't even see it like yeah. bless him but i was like he's either really drunk and really having it but i did i kind of enjoyed the image of him like berating woodley for no reason in the middle of a pub like oh of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that got me off <laughs> just mashing it yeah <laughs> you just you're just mashing it now <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, um, it was so a good night and a yeah. good morning morning was Giles, great as well yeah. Your dawn raid was successful, obviously. Hugely successful. Got there in mm. good time. What did you listen yeah. to in the car? Was it Womps or was it Keebs? Come on, Womps. Uh, Come on, Womps. What did we have? Keebs. Come on, Keebs. Uh, I think... Uh, half and half? God, there Keebs. was some Womps. I decided it was too much. It was actually mostly yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh, oh. my God. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. I think both both Tom and I are a bit taken aback, but we both love it. Yeah. So yeah. I respect it. I, I, you know. Do you remember... I listened to a bunch of Spice Girls today in the van, so 
Did you force it upon exactly. someone else, or was it just for? No, I like them. So. Yeah, that, that, undoubtedly, one yeah. of the greatest, uh, maybe the greatest female band. I was going to say boy band ever to come out of the UK. Um, yeah, the world. The world. I, I, yeah, yeah. Of course, good. Of course. Tom yeah. feels yeah. very strongly about yeah. the Spice Girls. So, yeah, particularly certain members. I can just imagine one of your yeah. colleagues being like the Spice Who, and you're well, like, we have. Right, that's it. Bam. Like, I have that favorites. Tra- I have that trainee at the moment who's like the son of someone who works there. Yeah. And me and him get on really well. And he was in my van for a majority of the day today trying to explain to me for the hundredth time what NFTs are. Oh. And um <laughs> Hey bitch, you wanna make some other fucking money? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it is oh. a bit it is a bit like that, yeah. And um he does it in a really nice way. And we were trying to he was trying to explain to me what NFTs were, and I was trying to explain to him how gas regulators work. <laughs> And then um, my, the radio doesn't work, like the Bluetooth doesn't work in my van. So I have to listen to it through my phone, you know. Oh, no, that sounds and, awful. Uh, it's pretty terrible. So he got in, so like we parked up together with two vans. He opened the door to my van and it was still like, when to become one. And uh, he was like, it is, it is 7.45 a.m. And I was like, yeah, it's time for Greg's. And also, it's like the Spice Girls leaving me alone. It's the most Tom thing ever. <laughs> anyway, you had Case a good dawn raid. Yes. You had a good dawn raid. Right, so... Great um, success. Giles, run me through what you were met with at Greetings when you arrived. What was uh, it like? What was the venue like? What was the admin like? What were the guys I, like? As I drove into Wellingborough, the temperature immediately dropped by five degrees. Yeah. It was Frozen hell in I drove drive mm. in. And then... Mm. It got near Wellingborough and it got foggy and cold. And I got out of yeah. the car and I thought, what the fuck is this? And immediately started shivering like a little bitch. Uh, collected my my mooks out of the car. Ah, wandered yes, in. Yes, yes. The mooks. Said hello. Um, wandered, waited around. Didn't kick off till 10 because someone had a flat tyre. So explain um, to me. So I heard mm. this, right? And I can see there's going to be gripes. We're going to keep negativity to a minimum Attention. and positivity to a minimum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With how many people were in the car that broke down? Two. Three, I think. Two or three. three. Were Two. they all of the same team? Were they all loyalists or oh, all I traitors? Don't, I don't know. Right. Why the other 40 of us had to wait that? All right, I, I was so, keen to get going by this point. I was really fucking yeah. keen. I was chomping and gagging. At you were bit, frothing, you will. Did frothing, you even have matchups by this point? Or was it all just, just chill out? No. Like, Everyone was just standing this, about. This was the amount of time that we off. had to uh, right. send Tom pictures of, of any car and we could see. I wanted to bring this up. Okay. Cunts. Yeah. <laughs> so the triggering was successful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I mean, you knew it was going to be successful. Yeah. You knew it because I have this guy. This... Don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a fully justified reputation of being a tryhard for positivity because otherwise I'm stressed, Eric. And I'll just shout and whinge and rant. <laughs> so I try really hard to be positive. I tried so hard to engage with Maygel and Richard over their white scars, even when I disagreed, even when they disagreed with my bits. I tried so hard to engage and just be like, mate, that look, that's looking good. I'm putting a lot of effort in. 
thank you for your feedback. I'm glad you're putting effort in. Thank you for your feedback. Maybe this could be different. Maybe, blah, blah, blah. I tried so hard. <laughs> and then I was not allowed to go to the event because of pandemics, because I, I had a glorified cold. And the first thing that happened is you bunch of kitten fiddlers sent me pictures of subpar fucking white scars. And... And we're like, oh, these are casually the best white scars I've ever seen in my life. And you were like, oh, yeah, it is. And I, and I, for a fucking split second, thought it was legit until Ollie piped up. And then I know Ollie's never had a serious thought that came out of his head since yeah. fucking 1987. Yeah. I was fuming. I was Proper. fuming. Uh... <coughs> I was fuming. I was so angry. And Pete, I think Pete even texted me saying, are you okay? Because oh. I was like, because me and him oh. were both, we were like, we're both done with it. Because you lot, and you lot were, by the way, you lot were shit for communication all weekend. <laughs> so me and Pete were just like, we're done with these cunts. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. We're starting new armies and we're starting a new circle of friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, Harry and I were both so much. We send a picture to Som. We send a picture to Som. Just egging each other on. Uh, and then Ian was just like, boom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Straight away. Look at the size of my hands while you're here, please. Yeah, yeah. And but but to be fair, that that from the, uh, like Calm a gen- again, trying, quite nice. It yeah, was trying, trying, I'm not trying to be a try hard. The, the calm was nice, right? It looked okay. The Chinzar is definitely better than mine, which is why I went and started repainting mine because that Chinzar is really nice. It's good. He's done a, he's done a good job. Yeah, I can, couldn't get too close to the. the to, oh, I've just run out of words. Sorry. I'm yeah. Done. <laughs> well done. Good. <laughs> Words are hard. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the matchup process was good. Interesting. Game one happened. was the matchups for game one were an absolute disaster. Oh, it but was, it was why? why were but they it a... was improved yeah. upon. Yeah. So, um, we were split into loyalists went in one dirty, grubby little corner. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> because they were loyalists, not because the corner actually had any more dirt than any other area. It was quite a clean room. It was, uh, it was actually very clean, of course. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the traitors were in this this sparkling, velveted area. Um, yeah, velvet with fucking semen and blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah just yeah. how the Emperor's children like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and we were given uh, envelopes with our missions in. Um, I'm pretty sure they were, they were all the same. I uh, quite like that. I, and initially yeah. it felt like, oh, I'm special. Mm. Oh. And then one soon found out, I think everyone has the same one on the Loyalists and the Traitors. So, mm. but anyway, please. And the, yeah. the envelopes were numbered, which corresponds mm. to a table number. However, okay. <gasps> there were no numbers on the table. So no one knew. You could, and the oh. table was snaked around. So you couldn't just count down and back yeah. up and down because they snaked a little bit. And then some of the tables had stickers on with numbers, but that was from something else the school had done. Yeah. And it was like one or two off of the table number. Uh, it was yeah. absolute carnage. Absolute and there was carnage. And there were more envelopes than there, there were tables. tables. Yeah. Numbers didn't add up. Um, still right. enough players for this, right, right enough tables for the amount of players there, but the numbers just didn't match up. Yeah. However, so, yeah, so, so uh, are we chalking that one down to just. Um, I mean, it's such a, a small oversight. Just a, such a small oversight. Yeah, I think it was. It was out yeah, of proportion. Yeah. But then, I actually, two. I actually think it came down to, it was actually a bit more packed than it's classically been. Um, I think, yeah, there were more personally. people there, I think, than the last Did they push things. into the second room as well? See, that's what I think the problem was, because there were like 40 people in the main room. It's usually only 30 max. Yeah. 
So trying to jam them extra five tables in yeah, made yeah. it feel a bit like a rat race when, when everyone was initially trying to find their tables after the first kind of like right. pairings. Right. So like traditionally I was like, in greetings, you can, you can swing a cat round. It's exactly. Yeah. There is much space, mm. much breathing space, air, lovely. But this was just a little bit, I would say, keep it to 30, <clears throat> 32 or 34. Yeah, or we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. take up just have more space or go into another room but that doesn't yeah. seem to be where greetings is going with its event planning philosophy well, right we don't, well, well i don't know how many tickets they've released for mm, it's for kind of supply and demand as well it. isn't it like they yeah, re- they released extra tickets like because two of weeks the, before the event because people yeah, were just like people were give it well they, give got, it that hold, ticket. they got access right. to a second room they do it's what richard said in the group chat or andrew said um They've got access to us. They had access to a secondary room, so they were going to sell. Yeah, the things. maybe. Mm, may, uh, yeah, but whatever you know. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say for game two, what appears little bits of paper with numbers on, and suddenly it all works worked much better. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then by game three and four, it was still good. The matching yeah. process was I think not it bad. Was fine. I, yeah, I think. Yeah. It, I think. It, yeah, it was fine. It worked I think out. The, it was I think okay. The, I think the grudge system is still a bit. I don't know. Well, it's it's it... a difficult system to perfect, isn't it? Until yeah. some mm. absolute boffin releases an app that's you can do grudges on, and then just calculates everyone and you're playing the a problem, new person on the a new problem table. With, yeah, you're right. the The problem with grudges is that people don't decide until they don't, and they don't let EOs know until five seconds before the game. Of course. Right, so oh, we're going to do game two now. Oh, was all right if I'm playing my mate. Yeah, it would have been if you let me know a fucking hour ago. You can't. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and us, lot, yeah, I, I we think, all we'd grudged I think up I've nailed weeks this. in advance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. So if we'd have let people know and say, by the way, can I play Will game one, Giles game two, Harry game three, Rob game four, and you can, I've paid you money just to facilitate those games essentially. Yeah. Then I'm sure they would have been able to to accommodate that, but they they didn't ask. See, I, I reckon, I reckon that, and this is how if I was to, well, not only if I, well, if I were to run an event, it would be an absolute disaster. But this is the, one of the reasons it would be a disaster, because this is how I'd organise my games. So everyone that wants to grudge, they go off, find their dancing partner, find a table, piss off, done. Yeah, yeah. Traitors on one, my left, lionist on my right. <laughs> uh, everyone lines up in high order. Oh, in height order? Yeah, high not, order. Not girth, no. Well, whatever measurement you want. Height is okay. just nice and simple. I'm going and with girth, then but okay. Yeah. You just pair them off like that. Cool, yeah. And then... The attractive that's... people go with the attractive people. The dregs with the dregs. Mm. And then for games two, three, and four, I don't know what I'd do. But the different people would be different grudges. So as soon as you've got a couple more people in the mix who weren't grudged for the previous yeah, game, might it, mix it up. A it little introduces bit. the order. Or you Hang just on. do you just do tallest to smallest for game two, and then whatever. Yeah, and just speaking hope the people this, in the middle don't line up. Don't yeah. up speaking about this, Giles, this is exactly what Andy did in the past. This is what we did in October. Like, is it? Yeah, this was. Maybe that's where I've got this idea from. Yeah. I've convinced myself I came up with it. This huh. was. This was find a partner to play. Yeah. So. Giles, you and I, let's fuck. Let's roll. Tom, you can't find anyone? Please come over here. Standard. Standard. Yeah. yeah. I know, it's fucking horseshit. Yeah. And and then it was just, right, loyalists and traitors. Do you want to play you? You play you? You play you? Oh, yeah, and yeah. Well, there the should the be. There really should be. Orders. You know, when we did, um, it's been a few years since I did my event. And obviously, when 
my events are just like that they, they were just my closest boyfriends yeah of course so i knew that bearing in mind some special cases that most people would be happy to play most people there right so saturday morning sunday morning when everyone's hung over and i could say oh ollie and lee you're the only two sober people in the room do you want to play each other yes please okay good off you go you go and play each other everyone else shit-faced pete's yeah. out of commission and I was like, right, who's willing to play a game? Hold, hold your hands in the air. Who's got a grudge? You're right. You go off to the back of the room, fill those tables up. And then everyone else left. You and you, you and you, you and you, you and you. You know, the only things I had to beware of were some people didn't want to play Tom Henry's Ravenwing Army. And some people didn't want to play Chris Close. Is Cata Third Legion. Yeah. So that's fine. All right. But, but it's not spam, Tom. No, six is fine. fine. It's, not it's fine. okay. Yeah, because it's themed, isn't it? So that's that's next week's conversation, boys. Yes, we will. <laughs> okay, because I've got I've got well more. We'll see. The so that's how that's how it could work, right? But when you're trying to do a narrative thing, if you want narrative in there, if you want to say, oh well, I would like to see the salamanders fight the fucking whatever. How do you make? How do you plan that for forty people over four games with grudges in the middle? It's tough. It's so possible. I can see, I can see their point of view. The one thing you can do is ban grudges. You can say, "Here are your, here are your matches for the weekend. We fix them." If you, if we need to change on the day due to sickness or you know people being a bitch, we'll address it on the day. But here are the fixed matches that were done by an algorithm that I've got no interest in. Or here are the fixed matchups I've done based on everyone's narrative. I've tried to balance it as best I can. Or you do what, in my opinion, this greetings event turned into. And that's not by the administrative point of view. It's from the players, how they behaved. Just make it a tournament system. Yeah. Win, just, win, just winners play winners. Yeah, Because that way you haven't got this. Because one of the problems that I saw from this event, which I don't think is any, any one person's fault or any one group of people's fault, is that people who took straight, very strong lists were the people who were still complaining about other people's very strong lists. And the people who took weak narrative fun lists, when they played another weak narrative fun list, they had the best game of their heresy career. Yeah, yeah. And you saw that a lot on Instagram that weekend. I've played the best game of heresy I've ever played. And it's because my extremely fluffy themed army met another extremely fluffy themed army that wasn't... A, a, you know, a hard counter to it. And we played for fun. Like everyone there was playing for fun, you of know, course. but any gripes or any moans or any, like even in the loyalist chat, which I left pretty soon after the event happened, or even in our group chats or other group chats or anything on Instagram was always just like this fucking horseshit. Like that guy, I don't know who it was, but the guy with a fucking 200 million fire drakes <clears throat> complaining about Horace and just Aaron or whatever. Complaining about a block of ten segment, yeah. yeah. Yeah, complaining about a block of ten segment, and and, it, and, and and he's got thirty fire drakes, three spines, and a primark, right? And he's complaining, yeah. You know, and that's the problem is that I think a a tournament ranking system of matchups eliminates that because oh you've won because you've got a good list and you're a good player. You're going to play another good list and a good player, and if you don't have fun, then yeah. may, maybe your list and maybe you're in the wrong place. Do you, I agree. Do I, you think it's also I'm not. I'm not saying also... for sure. It's just a thought. No, I just yeah. just to confirm that that wasn't how 
the matchups were us were arranged at greetings. No, 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 you, no, you, no. Yeah, you got an envelope no. with a number on. That's what they were trying to be narrative. They were definitely trying to be narrative to it. They were definitely trying to be heresy as a whole, just to confirm for any listeners. That sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Giles. Yeah. They've just zoned back in again, like I do in the car, and lose 10 minutes, <laughs> and I'm like, what? What's going yeah. on? Oh, Tom's still talking. Re- oh. I'm going to have to rewind my audio book. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, Will, what were you saying? Do you think it's reflective in... I don't know how... The lists... I think it's just... Because it was anything fucking goes... It was like, oh, well, well, what if I bring 30 fire drakes in three Spartans with a Primarch? Whereas, so there if, are, there's... if it if it was more restricted, if it was, this is the Siege of Terror, only characters that were at the Siege of Terror are allowed. Mm. Like the last these... one that I went to. Yeah. So maybe these things wouldn't be as predominant as we've, they were. We've discussed like... this before, and pod, you know, I've heard Greg Dan discuss it five years ago on the Imperial Truth, right? And it was as true then as it is now. There's a pressure relief valve on heresy. Mm. Okay. And when you have too many events that say no names characters, people get the itch to take Primarchs. Yeah. yeah. And then when you say Primarchs are allowed, but only these once, the people who play those armies are going to bring those Primarchs. And when you bring a Primarch, invariably it means your list is boring. Invariably. Okay. Mm. Sometimes, you know, Sons of Horus and Justarian and, my list think, isn't really revolved around the Khan, yeah. but it's probably still a boring list. But most of the time, most people bung them in a Spartan with boyfriends. Okay? Yeah. And the toughest, biggest, hardest boyfriends they can get. For sure. And then yeah. when you say to an event, oh, this is, this is now the most famous battle in the whole setting of this yeah. IP where 11, 10 or 11 Primarchs are present out of 18 or whatever it is uh, um, are present on this thing. And you can use them multiple times. Mm. So you can have multiple Jagatai Khans. You can have, it seemed honestly, it seemed like in the loyalist chat, it seemed like everyone was playing Horus all the time. So there must've been at least two or three Horuses at that event. I there's, think I counted three. So yeah, I think I so counted three, three, three Horuses. Yeah. So sorry, one more. I need to have a coughing fit one moment. You do that. So Please continue. when you've got that, <coughs> That that inspires a way of playing where everyone is playing these same boring lists. Then what happens is, and they didn't know this was going to happen, and Richard evidently regretted it, right? And that's through no fault of his own whatsoever. It's not a criticism. But as soon as he made that group chat, he realised what he'd started was an arms race. Which is all, what always happens. With... Yeah? Oh, I've, no. heard, I've heard the traitors are bringing this. Well, I'm going to fucking bring this in. Oh, I've heard they've heard that. Oh, I'm going to bring this. And it even happened in our group chat. Yeah, what's the best heavy support? Three laser indicators, two Scorpiuses, and an Aegis defense line. And then, yeah. and then, you. Well, did you did you end up taking that? Will Rob? No, took, I didn't take it. No. So Rob no. took that. Will took in the bombards because he knew they were even more broken. Will took bombards and knew they were broken, but ended up hating them by the event. Would never use them again. Yeah. Giles took an Aegis. I took. Oh, well, I'll touch on this later because yeah. I have some so, internal reflections to discuss. But the, the, see what I mean? So we even ramped each other up. You yeah, know? I completely agree. And yeah. we're not ramping each other. But when we're ramping each other up, there is no thought of narrative. Yeah. In my head, there's no narrative reason why that that would happen. You know, and it's not as criticism. Well, I'd never see a reason for two praetors unless it's Saltarvis and Lucius. <laughs> that's the only that's the only instance I can think of where there's two uh, praetors on a planet. 
captains, I think you're fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. See what I'm yeah. saying? So no, no, I agree, I agree. And um, you I know, didn't and... take two praetors. So I just take that now. No, no, but like yeah. I mean, even, <laughs> even in my, you know, my list, like why would a Storms here plus Chinzar plus Jagtai Khan, be, plus just some tactical Marines be on a board? You know, I, I, I admit that it's not the fluffiest thing for white yeah. stars, and. But then at the same time, like if a Promark came, he'd bring his fucking Keshig. He'd bring his fucking first company. Yeah. Which, that's, like, and that's my next plan with the Scots. Anyway, but that's where I think this, that's sort of, from my opinion, that's what sort of happened with the greetings. It was everyone I went, everyone I know who went said they had an amazing time playing the games with the social t- side and everything else. And by all accounts, that's a successful event. Everyone's going to remember that as a good thing. Yeah. Right. Th- there were some mission issues we'll go into in a bit. That's absolutely fine. That's not a problem. But there was definitely a lack of narrative presented by the event organisers and whether that propagated a lack of event, sorry, a lack of narrative awareness from the players or whether it was just both at the same time. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but that definitely happened. Right. Yeah. It's... Giles. Yeah. Giles, yeah. What do you think about that? I'll be honest. I blacked out for a second. Fair enough. He's ignoring me now as well. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> Browned out. Um, it's actually, what you're saying is very reflective of one of the reasons why I left the Loyalist chat. Because when I go to an event, especially when I'm playing the people I know, yeah, yeah, I kind of don't want to know what they're playing. Like, I kind of want to turn up to the table, be handed a mission, mm. and be like, right, this is a puzzle. How can I solve this puzzle? I've got this, this, and this, and I'm playing that, that, and that. And these are these are the parameters in which the game has to be played. How can I, how can I win? How can I, how can I come out on top? How how can I challenge myself? Mm. And it goes back to like tournament play within Heresy and even like Seven Fed. Like when when lists are like put up before the fucking game and uh, before the event and all your matchups are like preordained and. You just spend days, you just spend nights just thinking and worrying and running it over in your head. Mm. Whereas I, I get a lot of enjoyment of just turning up and being like, cool, what are we doing? Shit, it's Serlac with 10 butchers in a fucking Charybdis. Yeah. Okay, right, I've done this in the past, so but I haven't got that available to me now. Uh, da, 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 da. And then seeing everyone's lists early and everyone talking about it. Oh, fucking Rob's bringing fucking Horus and 50 just airing. I'm I like, mean, we are, uh, we also uh, need to accept that we are <clears throat> going to be partially responsible for this. 100%. Because we did about 16 episodes yeah. about different people's lists that they're taking the, to greeting. So we are, most of which were ab- of above average strength. That, that's, that's completely yeah. true. We ha- and, and if you hadn't blacked out, you'd have heard that. But shitting out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tell me what it was. I was just I was staring at this 3D printed jet bike in front of me, not touching it, just oh. staring at it. Oh wow! Thinking to myself, <clears throat> what on earth is that? And I was in my head. I found one of my <laughs> one of my hairs in the support <gasps> scaffolding of it that had been like. Fuck? So it must have fallen into the resin tray. And I was thinking. So I was just trying to work out in my head if the hair. That had got stuck in there had caused these lines, and that's why I. Has it? I, I don't think it has. I don't oh. think it has. But that—that's why I disappeared for ten minutes because I, I sat in front of a yeah. briefly, briefly in that in that rant. I just I was I basically just commented on the fact that 
I, it, I don't think it's any one person's fault. We're all at fault. It's just a phenomenon that I find interesting. Something was the catalyst that made greetings this time, because it hasn't been in the past, but something made it this time more like a tournament or more like a I have to win every four games. Now, if you take someone like Harry, Harry took an extremely themey army. He won best theme. It's a great looking force. He only bought it with like theme in mind. He knew that he thought like in his head, um, you know, Lamb Raiders are going to be crap. Templar Brethren are going to be crap against certain matches. There's definitely hard counters to this. Yeah. But screw it. I'll take it anyway. Harry's a good player. And I'm, by all accounts, he played it very well. Right. Well, at least three of the games you might have done. Apart from when he was tabled. We'll touch on that later. Um, touch on that later. What, what sort of can't do that? Yeah. But right. you know, but uh, but was did everyone start that with that level of theme? Pro- probably, right? Probably everyone, every player started with a theme of I've read that in a book and it was cool. Yeah. I've I've imagined that in my mind and it was cool. That's what I want to try and replicate. And then somewhere it turns into consciously uh, or not. Some people uh, consciously. Some people consciously. You know, I, I know I want to win the game. What's the most effective thing? This is, I like Will said, this is a puzzle to me. I want to play this game like a puzzle. I want to win. What's the most effective way of, of, of using these points? That doesn't necessarily mean there was sh- shitty attitude or tournament level shenanigans. It just means they were playing to win, which is fine. Mm. Um, it's just interesting to me. It may, you know, me and Pete had a conversation about it. We just said, I wonder how much people want narrative nowadays. Because everyone says they do. Yeah. We say we do. But do we? Do we do we actually want that? Do I, we want people to I, say So this will lead into any post event list discussion, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> so to, to recap for anyone that um isn't a close to friends. or doesn't remember the list that I sat on the podcast a few weeks ago, it was uh the the militia portion was the main part, which was three grenadier squads, some old grins, some sentinels, um and the big kicker of the list was four four Medusa carriages, two two carriages in, in two batteries. Yeah. Two units of two. Um a knight to take up some points. Um Sons of Horus Tactical Squad and a Spartan with some just there and a tooled up practical. Again, mostly as a as a point sink. And it was <clears throat> I had four great games, which we'll touch on in mm. detail shortly. But <clears throat> four Medusas. It's just so fucking boring to play. They um, the it just it forces a bland game because they're too good. People yeah. don't want to go near them because that's the only way. But certainly with four of them, I think one or two of them fine. But because they don't, because they know if you walk under that, you're going to get bombed. And assuming they actually hit you, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think two you you're in cover or you've got a good jinx save or something like that. Yeah. Um so it just for then it just means you're playing a game on half a board with half your army. And it's it's just not as a an interesting matchup as it should be. Yeah. And that was a takeaway that affected three out of my four games. Mm. And the only one it didn't was against Ian, who was all in drop pods, so he could drop in close and knew he only had to fare one turn of shooting probably while still in his his, his drug claws. Yeah. 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 The other, <clears throat> the other three games were quite See, I would say that's a difference by of that that's a that's a difference between players. Yeah. So there will be some players who will 
use four Medusa batteries or four Medusa carriages in, you know, two per two and say, these did exactly what I wanted to. They made their points every game. This meant I could control the battlefield. This meant I could dominate. This meant I could do this and do that. I will always take four every game. And then there are people like yourself who were like, no, this was a non-player experience, not just for my opponent, but for me as well. I yeah. Now, I think, me, me personally, I'm not sure if it even did affect the enjoyment of the other player too much because they everyone okay. seemed to be having okay. a good time. But that's good, and, at least that's good. Yeah. It was fucking boring for me. Christ, right? Like, it was satisfying the turn <clears throat> that I dropped two of them on Sigismund's squad against John Ashgum. <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed that, and then that was as uh, it, oh, it was all it was all down. So it's there. it's exactly the same. So when I took the poor Fyron. <laughs> to Melos and I played Ben Greaves right a much hyped up little grudge match at the time realistically you know he was a great opponent yeah he taught me so much about solar auxiliary in that game and we were having a real good chat about Brady leaving the Patriots and all the rest of it we had a good game but when I was just launching the poor fire on templates which were because they're my night household they were buffed a certain way or I don't even remember but they were just instantly killing two tanks every yeah, tank later tank i think they were tank hunter and they were something else as well um ordnance so they were like re-rolling the re-rolling both or i can't remember what they were doing yeah. but they, they were insanely good yeah and it was crap yeah it was so boring and i, I remember when harry shadow sorted it off in game three and i was like good good i don't want to play with this model anymore like it, it yeah, wasn't man. fun. It was not engaging for me whatsoever. When I played Pete Reese, and he had Thunderhawk plus a load of other flyers. All, there's a photo I think on my Facebook where they're all aimed at my poor Fireon, just caning it with missiles, and I was just saving all, all. And I was like, please kill it. You know, I want to win. I want to beat you, but please, not in a nasty way, but please. But at the same time, yeah. yeah. But please kill it because this model is boring to play with. Yeah, and that is how. I think it's Harry feels about Primarchs. You know, these are boring to play with. I'm the same. Yeah, you're the same as well. Yeah, name characters, Lords of War, Primarchs, just have just have no interest in it. But you, all. but you right. say that well, and honestly, but you bring a glaive. Yeah, well, this is also very reflective of, of what you were just saying as well. Yeah, I fucking got bored of it. It, I, so I hadn't. You used do this it. three times a year, well. <laughs> Wash your wash your whole mouth out. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, last time I played the glaive was at a greetings event, yeah, and I yeah. said I'm never fucking using that thing again. It's fucking horseshit, yada yada yada. I then I, I think I forgot what it was like, and I was like, ooh, ooh, I just give it another try, and I just remembered the first game. I just played the lovely gentleman, and it was just the most negative player experience for both players. Because there was just no interaction using yeah. it. It it like it was just ch -ch 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 take some shit off the board. Yeah. There was just nothing to it. And it sounds very almost reflective of your of the Pyron when you took it to oh, Melos. Oh, and oh, undeniably. Yeah. And Giles Quiver's former juices as well. It's a yeah. bit like like if you're not interacting with the opponent when you're doing something, what's the fucking point in it? And so that's the same and, as Peltasts, yeah? Exactly. I Sorry, agree. Not, yeah. not Peltasts. Hoplites, whatever they are. Yeah. So I had yeah. I had hoplites in my mech list. I had ten. That was all I had. That was all I painted, and I ran them on foot because I had no tanks for them. Right, yeah. and everyone would see them in my list and just be like, "Oh my god, they're the most horseshit thing I've ever seen in my yeah, life." They're yeah. so good. And then I went to a 
Blood and Glory. And someone had two units of 10 of them with two Axiarchs, you know, one in each, in Termites. And that was what they were using. I think it was Blood and Glory. And they would both pop out, one on turn one, one on turn two, pop up and destroy a vehicle. That's all they did, right? And then they would die. But they would destroy a vehicle. And that person enjoyed that. Yeah. He, he, he liked that. Um, rock paper scissors <clears throat> element of I know I can delete that from your board if, and I've got that like a, a I think lot. I'd prefer to spend those points on some Ursarax and run them at it so I had Ursarax so I had two units of three and they and 50% of the time they did amazing and 50% of the time they died to run a heavy bolter you know and that's why they, I thought they were enjoyable because when they got there it was rewarding because it's like oh I've spent two games of them being shit I deserve this now you know they did bits against Harry when I played him blood and glory and um that that game i played against harry the first game when we harry walked away saying that was one of the best games i've ever played tom's a good opponent i think and then since then it's been like oh i know actually tom was pretty crap just his mechlist was pretty good (laughs) (laughs) um so we all get lulled into it yeah um for taking these these units and things which gives non-player experience but one of the most rewarding parts of the end of greetings specifically this weekend but the end of any event is going okay my list was crap here i need to change it yeah. or it was really good here i want to keep it or it was boring here and i want to change it and then having the heart to be like yeah i can carry on i can do that yeah or 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 just be like no i'm going to bin that off because if you if you get home and you're like that whole th- like my alpha legion the dark angels as lee calls them you know the afrit yeah the, the efforts yes yeah, that was all boring i hated every minute of it they're going in the bin yeah you know um and it sounds like everyone who came back from greetings although rob hasn't said too much but i'm sure it's because he's already moved on to the next project in his head anyway yeah he's already fucking painted it i imagine probably yeah Mm. um everyone's already been you know harry's like right this is how i'm going to change the templar ian's like no i'm moving on to dark angels you know giles i'm moving on you moving on yeah you know matt woodley's already messaged me moving on pete king moving on you know i'm moving on big time baby Yeah. yeah so there's um that's good. That's productive. And that's I also think. healthy as well. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Right, Jen, Jen, should we start talking about some games? Um, mm. Should we just send it? So we'll try and keep this to, um, keeping an eye on the clock. So try and keep it to five minutes a game. Um, we still might run out of time. Should we, should we set a timer? I've got it on my phone. I've got it now. Do I've got it. it right now. You're so, like a sexy invigilator. And we're sitting oh. at the, the exam of our games. I would have failed all mine if I was just, looking at Tom. Mm. Tom's just set the timer. Well, mm. you've got Five minutes. Send it. Game one. Should we talk about the mission as well? Yes. Yeah. All right. So mission. The early days of the siege. Um, loyalists have got a huge deployment zone. Traitors have got a very small one. You have to split your forces into half. Uh, half and half. Got to be quite specific. Um, and then you you round up. You 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 pick your vanguards. So you pick your stuff that's going to deploy. And everything else auto arrives second turn. Traitors, we both had separate objectives. So the lovely gentleman I was playing, Tom, truly a gentleman. Poor guy, he hadn't played the game in four years, and he came up against <laughs> me game one. The piece of shit. What was myself. he using? Yeah. What was he the using? Sons, the sons of Horace. Ah, and one of the Horaces. No, he had <gasps> he had um, Focus Kybrae, which was very cool to see. That's really cool. So he Marcus had... Kyber's a bowler. What yeah, was he so... equipped with? Um, no, he didn't. Sorry. 
He had Ty Bobmar. Sorry. <gasps> he had Chibble. the names character from book six. Ty oh, nice. yeah. Now that's that's bonus points. Cool. If you're listening Hot to this, as fuck. that is bonus yeah. points. Yeah. Well done, sir. Yeah. So he was and he'd even built his list around it because he gives oh. preferred he gives preferred enemy to a unit, so he's gonna stick the guy with fucking rotor cannons. When start start hosing down mooks. When this event when, when this event went up and we bought tickets for it, I walked like for exercise um on a big long walk and I had a phone conversation with Giles and Giles discovered this character and was like, This could be awesome. And then by the time I'd got home, he was like, No, this character's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking apex <laughs> mook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my 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 mission was I get kill points for killing the opponent and for holding objectives. And Tom's mission was he gets he gets points for holding objectives. More if he holds mine, less if it's just the ones in no man's land, essentially. But the problem was three of the three of the objectives were in the loyalist deployment zone, which was like fucking eighteen inches up. Yeah. 12 inch gap and then six inch deployment. So I'm sitting on his three extra VP. No, no, that you've got the measurements wrong, William. It was 24 <laughs> inch, so it's <laughs> fantasy battle. But it's a 24, 24 for the loyalist. loyalist deployment zone, of which three objectives are in a line across yeah. kind of within the front six inches or so of that. And then 12 inch zone. deployment and then 12, 12 inch trailer. no man land, 12 inch. Traitor deployment. Got you. My bad. Anyway, so so he has to push on, which is quite cool, uh, to re- represent the trait forces landing, the loyalists are dug in, pushing on. He has to take these objectives, hold them, gets more points. I just have to just kill shit. Mm-hmm. It just... Granted, my list was pretty fucking harsh looking back on it. Um, Really harsh, in fact. I feel bad <laughs> taking it. So fucking... Mm. Such aids, all the aids, and he had some good counters. He had some, he, he had some options, but I think the mission was sixty forty in the loyalist favor from the outset. Probably stacked to seventy thirty because I had a very tough armored shooty list, and all I had to do was just sit there and gun them as they come. And because yeah. his army was essentially stage deployment half and half, he dropped it. Exactly, exactly. Whereas if the traitors would have had everything, auto, well, could have chosen to deploy everything turn one, and the loyalists would have had to split half and half and had reserves coming up, I think the mission would have been much more balanced. I just don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if it was tested or if it was tested, it was tested within like, so I'm going like, to play devil's advocate I, here because I've seen yeah, this please. mission. You sent the mission to us in the group chat, right? Yeah, I took every I, single I kept every mission. person said this mission is stacked towards the loyalists. Yeah. Yeah. You're at, so I know, bearing in mind what we just spent 73 minutes talking about, okay, yeah. you're at a narrative event for the Siege of Terror. The loyalists are going to be prepared. Yep, yep. And the traitors are drip fed in as they can get through portals and deployment ships. Or her, I don't know what stage. I know it was very early. I don't know if we're talking literally deployed out of Pluto or deploying onto Terra. Either way, I can see the narrative slant that they took to the writing of that mission. Undoubtedly. Okay. Yeah. When you come to, pl- and I've, I, I think this is a, tr- a truism of 
of narrative play, if you're going to play a narrative event, you have to admit that the missions sometimes aren't balanced. Which they probably shouldn't always be balanced. The legendary missions in the Black Books are not balanced. Of course. Because they're not meant to be, because they play out legendary battles where one side has been scheming and one person's side has been lucky. Yeah. You know? It's it's kind of how you you add flavour and colour to missions yeah. I suppose isn't it points, yeah. points balance the, miss- the, the the forces Yeah, and then the missions if you, if you play a tournament mission like I played that 40k mission last night which was insane but that was balanced to both sides and it's how mm. good you've made your list is how good you are at the mission but if you're playing a narrative event it's not always going to be balanced Yeah, but <laughs> that doesn't always necessarily mean that you're just going to like it and lump it I'm not sure I would have liked it if I was a traitor but I think case in point, if if the loyal if the traitors had could have deployed everything, yeah, and the loyalists would have still had to deploy I think half. That, that was but, some of the lists but, on but show. auto arrived sure. turn two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have made for it would still be stacked in the loyalist favor because they are defending three of the five objectives which are which are in in their deployment zone. Yeah, but I think I think it would have added a much better spin on how the game would have played well, out because. Yeah, Tra- right. In my instance, against the, the, the lovely Tom, the traitors would have made it to the lowest t- t- sure. deployment zone rather than just being fucking host and as they came. Yeah. Because I would have been outnumbered and it would have been damage control. It would, would have been, right, I will give him that objective and I'm going to fortify these two. Do you know what I mean? From right. a, so from a traitor point of view, Jars, you played this mission as well, yeah? Correct. So this is going to be interesting because we're going to get both sides of it. So how did you feel about this mission when you went into it? Did you feel like it was so, stacked against you? I spent the first 10 minutes trying to divide my army in half. That was the first stumbling <laughs> block. Was, uh, That's the dividing first boss. 14 by 2 and then working out what units I wanted where and yeah. how discipline masters and medics would interact with that. Uh, okay. And in the end, my brain just gave out. So uh, I don't know what happened. I also... Cheated for the first three games of the event um, by just assuming that mm. the warlord would be the space marine commander yeah. because yeah. he's the Astartes. I think it used to be a rule that the highest value leadership model in your army was automatically the warlord. Oh, well, I know it. I knew. I knew it wasn't that. I just in my head just assumed the rules would match up with with the I law, see. and then despite actually, I think some people are saying. I didn't know you could do that. I just assumed you could. <laughs> so when someone questioned me very politely, saying, I didn't know you could do that, um, I just like to apologise that it was sheer stupidity rather than uh, an attempt to gain an advantage. Um, so, yes. One of, the, in fact, one of my biggest takeaways from the weekend was I don't, I don't know any of the fucking rules anymore. I remember, I remember hearing Tonka going, oh, you know, a lot of people have lost their edge over lockdown, and here's, here's Big Daddy Giles going, not me. I've been to like four events since the world reopened. I know what I'm doing. If yeah. it's not a Sons of Horus jumping out a drop pod with a combi plasma, I don't know how it works. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't yeah. fucking know. I'm like, what's a sweeping advance? What's a consolidate? How does this work? How does that work? How do challenges work? I don't fucking know. If what, do I, what do I do? What do I do with a vehicle? It's not a drop pod. How does it work? Do I just flap the doors up and down? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, if so, our group chat asks one more time what ordnance does, I'm gonna fucking. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go something. postal, Tom. <laughs> I'm, I'm Alongside you, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like I can, I can hear Harry having an embolism from like 200 miles away. Yeah. Oh god. So, so Giles, how did your game go? <clears throat> oh, I had a fucking great time though. Oh, it's such a good game. Played played John Ashcombe. 
discuss mm. had had several online conversations, but it was good to to meet the man in person. Yeah, beautiful sons of uh, not sons of Forest, beautiful imperial fists. Very um, seamy as well. Yeah. Almost certainly follow him on Instagram. Yeah, DSIX. Yeah, yep. uh, and go and check it out. Ultra hot. Shit's um, fucking hot. Yeah. And and not just Shit that, up. just one, like, f- from out of nowhere, it seems, just one of the most helpful and insightful boyfriends. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's really, got a lot going for him. Really Great nice. beard as well. Great beard. Powerful beard. Good beard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice beard. all the way out from Cornwall. Well. <sighs> he he offered, journey. When, I, when I put the podcast out saying I haven't got a car, because I'm going to have to give Laura the car for the weekend, so I'll have to travel and borrow my mum's car and then do all that shit he offered to drive from Cornwall to pick me up what a piece of shit at this point I think we need to question his his mental ability because he's clearly <laughs> lost his fucking mind I did put it on a sat nav and I was like I'm not quite sure you understand where Eastbourne is and then I said like, it, it's in the south it's around it, the corner isn't it I think he thought it was like closer Portsmouth. to Southampton yeah than it yeah. is you know um, but yeah uh, yeah top guy could you imagine Great what a piece army. of shit you would have been to have to accept that lift as well, Tom? Oh, yes, I'm going to make you go on a six-hour deep. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was actually there. less time for him to drive to me from Cornwall than it was for me to get a train and a bus replacement <laughs> service to get to Will. Fuck it, no. That's insane. Because I but did anyway, try and work it out. Anyway, you, your this, game. This game, the game, mm-hmm. the game. Um, so I didn't know uh, what the objectives, what, what the lawyer's objective was. So yeah. I was counting up, up my VP, thinking to myself, I'm doing fucking well here. Like John's got like two victory points. I'm on eight. Sigismund's just got out of his his Spartan. I've dropped two Medusa shells in him. I've he's got like two Templar friends left. I'm just going <laughs> to charge him with the Ogrins because I can. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And knowingly <laughs> decline the challenge and then just beat the shit out of it. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> and not realizing that John needs to get some fucking kill points, and he's gagging to get. Sigismund into combat. Oh, uh, and this this was timed well with his other Templar squad charging the Medusas and slicing them to pieces in circa ten dice rolls. It was it was glorious. It just absolutely butchered them. Um, earlier on in the game, I started my night in the corner, thinking right, I'll keep everything in one one arc for the for the uh, Ion Shield. Good idea. Yeah. Um, and then because it was half and half half on the board, half off. I'd kind of run it towards the stuff in the middle of the board because that's where it could go and kill, kill something. Uh, and then John wisely brings on, I think, six twin-linked last cannons into his side <laughs> arc while maintaining the, the two vanquishers in its front arc and, and almost immediately detonates. Excellent. They did have two turns of running and I think I, av- I averaged about an 11-inch run on both turns, so... Up until he got detonated, great track athlete was the uh, the castigator. <laughs> um, Axis so, castigator. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, sword boy. Um, Very. Cool. But yeah, I had a really good time. Beautiful army. I didn't know what I was doing for any of it, but had a good time. A good, Thoroughly a good enjoyable. opening game. Yeah. Oh yeah, brilliant. So, two good games. Giles, was chicken wing time. Was that a grudge, Giles? It was a grudge. It was so, indeed. Nice little grudge from Giles. Will, I assume that wasn't a grudge because that geezer would have to be insane. So my grudge was one of the people that broke down in the car on the way. Oh, so right. fuck I had to then I had to then reschedule that for last game Sunday. Who was and that? Who was that? 
That was my friend called Robert who plays World Eaters. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, cool. But then the problem with that was both Tom and I, mm. but like he was on table like fucking 26 and I was on table like 23. Yeah. And there was neither a table 26 nor 23. So oh. me and about six or eight other people are up that end all like, what table are you, mate? Oh, um, oh yeah. Oh, well, uh, uh. And it was just like, where the fuck are we playing? And eventually... Yeah. Tom and I kind of crossed eyes. We were like, you playing Traitor? You playing Lilith? Let's fuck it. Right. Do you want to play? Yeah. Let's just play here. Didn't know anything about each other. Didn't know anything about each other's lists. It was just, should we just fucking do it? Right, come yeah. on, let's go. Would you play him again? Undoubtedly. Excellent. Proper gentleman. That's what you want. Great attitude. Lovely to, to see back into the heresy after some time away. It Top seems, it seems like a lot of the guys that are coming out of Matt's little circle in Burgessilla are like that as well. Yeah, like just top geezers who are just fun to play. Anyway, awesome. um, then you then had about a four-hour lunch break, by all accounts. Oh, I didn't get any fucking wings or didn't you? Bloody nah, man. They're they're all sold out because oh. people like fucking James, who weren't even playing, came along and had six chicken wings. And mm, that's not very fair. Yeah. So um, I had a I had a jacket potato. Yeah. Oh, which was I had wings, which was a nice, burger and but... pulled pork. So I was part of the problem. Yeah, of course you did. You did. I just dog. saw Rob's plate of food and thought, I want that. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. think it through. No, I'd even I'd even remortgaged the house. I put some cash aside. <laughs> I was ready for the wings. I was like, I'm in there, and alas, alas, didn't happen. Allowed. Yeah. So game two on uh, the Saturday was for Will. Who did you play? Questions are difficult. Who did I play? Giles. Who did you play? <laughs> I played Ian. Ian oh. was absolutely battered. We oh. had a fantastic game. Oh, God, yeah, um, I played Eldridge. Yeah. That, if that sounded sarcastic, it was not intended to be. Jenny had a really good time. Ian, despite being incredibly drunk, explained to me how to play Heresy. Um, <laughs> That's I hilarious. Got slapped, That's I got slapped silly. I tried to... Ian was very upset that I tried to wrap one of his <laughs> dread claws with some ogrins and glance it to death. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Did I'm it work? Like, well, no, I only met. Well, I mean, it did, but I, I exploded it with with a melter bomb. Oh, you dumb um, bitch! But <laughs> you, then, you stupid bitch, um, <laughs> dumb bitch. But what I did really enjoy was then because they've got such big bases, and it was it was wrapped. Pre- I'm not gonna lie, I got a good charge, and I wrapped pretty well. Yeah. Um. So you could only get three of them in there, and then I just to piss him off, got my tape measure out, extended a singular inch, and was measuring. <laughs> around the circle and I was like well actually Ian, that one's still within an inch so you better just take him off no um, way just to see his little his his little meltdown in sure James was was laughing at him and I did insist that he put him back again but uh, it was a dastardly move done mm. solely for my own entertainment and it, it worked an absolute treat so that was what a highlight that was I did really enjoy that. Uh, but he they only killed two fire drakes. But oh yeah, he um, I deployed my knight badly. I kept like the javelins in one arc of it, and then the other javelins outflanked and launched six hunter killers and some cyclone missile launches into the other flank, Oof. and it just it just melted. And then I think destroyed a grenadier squad on the way down. Um, um, actually, no, I won that game. It's a complete lie. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, because uh, we worked out the VP <laughs> and we were drawing. No, I mean, I got my shit pushed in. Oh, um, right. 
But Ian, what Ian could have done is he could have dropped a dread claw and he. So the, sorry, we should explain the mission. Let's start at the beginning. So there's three plasma reactor <laughs> objectives along the center line. Mm. Dawn of War, fancy battle deployment, I think. Um, and the loyalists had to detonate the plasma things. They could only do it in combat. I think it was four hold points, armor value 12. I had to keep them alive and hold them as objectives. Now, Ian could have dropped a dreadclaw in each one, turned two, jumped out some thunder hammers and chang fists, destroyed them. Um, I wouldn't have been able to win. Yeah. But he was a gent and a scholar and went for the jugular. Um, so <laughs> I think this was the big problem about the mission, though, wasn't it? It's it was, it was the fact on that... a creaky rocking chair, by the way. Oh, I'm leaning back. Oh, I forget how mm. sensitive these headphones are. Um, so, yeah, he could have done that and wrapped it up turn two. Um, and I, would, I wouldn't have had it against him by any means. Um, it was a funky mission. I think there should have been some restrictions on how you destroy them. Now, whether that be can only be blown up from turn four onwards, give them a... Oh, I don't know how they could have done it differently, but it again, it was a mission that definitely favoured the loyalists. Um, it was also uh, it came down to a dice roll, which who actually won. It, as well. it was D six VP, I think. If the yeah. loyalists destroyed all three, which if anyone's got, if you've got one squad of melted bombs or a squad of crack terminators grenades, with some fist, yeah, like it wouldn't be too difficult. And then I think the traitors. I don't have the missions in front of me, but got D six for holding it at the end of the game. At the end of the game, um, yeah, yeah. which was I think actually a little bit harder than it it sounds. So when we worked out the VP, we added them up, we were drawing, and I was like, well, actually, Ian, I get D6, so I just rolled a dice, and as long as we don't roll a zero, which is obviously impossible, I win. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, again, Ian, like, he could have he could have had it turned to if he'd wanted to, and yeah. he did turn my army to pieces, but so, I really enjoyed it. So it's always entertaining playing yeah. Ian. Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the things I've, I've noticed, and you know, we've touched on this before, and it's it's something that me and Will actually want to set out and um, really talk about in depth one day is when I played a 40k mission last night and it was one of the new competitive ones in their new event pack, which is just ridiculous pricing strategy. It's so dumb. But the mission was just good. Secondary missions are good. The scoring system in 40k is so good right now. Yeah. Okay. And if you're a heresy grognard that's going to message me a bunch of shit, and talk shit on a group chat about it. That's absolutely fine. Go and play it, and then tell me I'm wrong because I'm not. It is better. <laughs> and the problem with heresy missions is that it's always just like, oh yeah, I won. I won four to one, or four to two, or something. Whereas in 40k, it's yeah, I beat him. I won 76 to 23 because there's a lot to do. There's four or five different things to do throughout the game, and I've got to yeah. do them every turn. It's not, oh, I've just got to sit here until turn five and then roll a dice, and that's how much I win by. Yeah, yeah. Um, and heresy missions are like that. The red book missions are like that. Some of the black book missions are like that. Most of the ones that people write are like that. They're very swingy, and they usually are, you know, if you score above six VPs in a game, you've done really well. Yeah. Unless it's kill points, in which case kill points is the most boring thing in the world anyway. It's, yeah. I, it's also like, like War of Lies, yeah. Yeah. Everyone talk everyone yeah. talks about it being an objective based game. It's but not. it's fucking it's not because points. it's fucking kill points. Yeah. So And that's you know, when I played Cryptic right. Cabin with the guy whose name I've just forgotten, the really good Raven uh, guard player. Um 
he lost it because he went on objectives. He yeah. killed. He battered me. Yeah. But he lost on objectives and I won it because, well, no, we drew because he lost it on the objectives. He, if he'd have just stayed off all the objectives, he'd have beaten me like 12 nil mm. or 12 three or whatever it was, you know. It's silly. Anyway, um, so you battered Ian in the end. You won in the end. Giles is passed out. I did indeed, yes. Um, based on that D6 role. But like I say, I think if Ian had been sober enough to remember what he was meant to be doing, he, I mean, he, in terms of killing stuff, I was running out of models quickly. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if yeah. Great game. Love Ian and his giant hands. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph did well. Um, Ledge. How did you fare in babysitting Jack for two and a half hours? Yeah, it was fine. Nah, Good. it was nice. It Move was on. nice. Sunday. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was nice. Like, unfortunately, this game, it was preordained before we kind of even started. Truth be told, like, it was stacked very much in my favour. Jack's yeah. list was a bit all over the shop because he's just he was just taking things that he'd finished over lockdown and stuff, and yeah. he, and he liked so. Yeah, it, it it lacked the cohesive structure. He, me, and, the, me, me and him have spoken about it. It's similar to my white scars list. It's just cool yeah. things that we acquired and painted. Exactly. Like yeah. whereas mine was very was very fucking uh, like min max and, and effective, and everything had a role and everything performed its role exceptionally, and it it was good. So it was fun. We, we had a lot of fun. We laughed. We joked. We drunk. Um, sent me some snaps. Sent you some snaps. Had a little drink session prior to the game. Overall, I, ha- I had a great time. Yeah. But I didn't... Like, we didn't really even play the mission because we kind of didn't even really, like, need to. But yeah. I remember reading that and being like, this could be over pretty quick. And the pair of us talking about it. Yeah. And then just being like, no, nah, fuck it. I'll just... I'll just ignore them. Do you know what I mean? So right. that's one of the that's one of the benefits of playing a boyfriend at one of these events is that yeah. if like if it was me and you, Will, yeah. it would be a similar thing, right? We've uh, we speak to each other nearly every day. Yeah. We've we know each other's lists. I know that your list is good, you know that my list is, is not brilliant. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Um the mission is the mission and it looks like you're gonna win. Um, but I'm going to enjoy two and a half hours of your company. Of course. Exactly, and realistically, yeah. at that point, greetings for the warp is just facilitating two and a half hours of me and you talking shit in a heresy environment where exactly. we can just yeah. have fun rolling dice. Yeah. So you got what you wanted. Which is yeah. great. Which is, which is speaking which of the, brilliant. So. The ability to equalize things a little bit when you're playing someone you know a bit better. Like in game one, John and I were both given the same little card that Richard and Chris were going around giving out. And I remember I got mine first. I looked at it and thought, that's fucking mental. Put it upside down, put it to one side, and I thought, we'll, 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 we'll see. That one. We'll see. We'll yeah, worry yeah. about that one. Yeah. And then Richard gave one to, to John, and I was like, what's your card? And he told me, he told, just told me the name, didn't tell me the name. I was like, I have the same. Uh, <laughs> and it was like, that's a bit fucking bonkers, isn't it? We both agreed. And we just kind of, Put it to one side, pretty... Uh, so I like uh, I like the mechanic of those secret things. But I think... as And I think we discussed like this on Friday. They should be secondary objectives, yeah? Bonkers. So they, could, um, they should just be secondary objectives. So just be, one, yeah, this yeah. one was a large blast, strength 10, AP 2. It shouldn't be war uh, gear. They should never, thunder, ever be war gear. Um, and it had something else as well. No, it shouldn't uh, be. I, I disagree. I, but I it don't... did always scatter. But I, yeah. that's, I just think it's too strong to be 
So it shouldn't it, like like uh, it's a bit of a meme and it's undeserved. So you know, please don't get upset about it. But there's a meme that like when you go to a Greg Dan event, if the traitors are winning, you get some lads cannon shots the next game. You know that yeah. isn't what happens, right? That isn't what happens. But it's like a a, a, a boiled down meme. But it's late. It's not lazy of Chris Gibson. I'm not even trying to be rude, but if you're going to pass out those secret things, make them interesting. Don't make them powerful because they don't mean the same thing. Yeah. Like pass out the one that I got, which was kill the enemy warlord in a challenge. Yeah, fine. There's another one where a solar, a solar solar orcs character appeared on the table and had to be safely escorted off for a couple of VP. Um, That that to me, that's insanely interesting. I'd be all in and that would be my whole game. I wouldn't yeah, care about the primary yeah, objectives. Yeah. That guy is getting off well, that Do you remember board. that game at Melos where you had civilians? Yeah. And there was like a lot and, of people got really into slaughtering or saving the civilians. Yeah, yeah. That was the game where Harry just deed my fucking poor firewall off the board. Um, get, get the fuck out of here. That was the one time that weekend I didn't play Mission 1. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we move. We move. So uh, game two was... Um, good both had fun you were both um well encountered drunk people my whistle was wetted yeah you were fairly drunk giles were you drunk by this point no i was driving oh perfect stone cold Um, silver in the evening just to um speed things along um you had separate nights we ended (laughs) up having separate nights after (laughs) a a lover's tiff yeah (laughs) after a after a full-on Fight Club-style punch-up in the Greetings car park, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, over Will's terrible parking. It's fucking... I don't understand what the problem was with Can that. Can I just I, say, no. I'm an admin of the Heresy thing, yeah? <laughs> and I know, got, we go. I got four <laughs> reports on that post. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> it, it was posted on Facebook. <laughs> Woodley put it up. Like who? Uh, who fucking parks like this? Right? Uh, and four people reported it, saying, "Oh, this isn't her- like this person isn't a heresy player. They're just posting dog shit spam on our face." <laughs> I was like, "It's Matt Woodley, you fucking ourselves." Like, and um, yeah, it was quite funny. It's a little, uh, some of the comments are quite funny, but uh, we should touch on the heresy quiz. That uh, that Rob did on Saturday night that was really enjoyable. The, the one that he the one that he was going to send me so that I could play from home and didn't. Yeah. Oh well, I could have. If I'd known that, I would have got you up on FaceTime or something to join our team. But mm. it was a really good game. My favourite round was he had. Um, I don't know how to describe it. What's that game where you kind of draw the top third of a person and then fold the paper over and lap the two lines onto the other side and someone else draws the middle and then you fold it down again. It's a kid's game. And then someone else draws like that with those same lines, draws the feet. It was like that, but with uh, resin heresy heads, bare heads. So you'd have like someone's forehead, someone's eyes and someone's mouth and and jaw. And you'd have to work out so who I saw that each I saw third that. was, and that was that was really good fun. I, I did that. I, I found that hard. It was fucking difficult. I think I mean, we got Dawn's hair four out of twelve. Yeah, um, one of which was Dawn's hair, which is pretty yeah. iconic. Um, Chad hair. Yeah, Harry got Kurz's uh, little leer. Yeah, uh, 
which I was really impressed by. One was uh, Dark Angel's um, upgrade head, Horace's forehead. Um, Horace's really forehead is just is just Johnny's forehead. It could be any exactly the same. Man. No, no, just Johnny. Wings um, <laughs> of darkness. So you had a really good heresy quiz. Yeah, good time chill. Pizza yeah, good, yeah, good, good fun. Yeah. Uh, Will you went out into um, uh, that like shopping complex place? Yeah, we weren't allowed to go TGI because people don't like TGI, so we had to go Five Guys instead. Don't then we wrong. went. Then, then we went to the only bar on that entire parade and stayed there till like fucking one in the morning or something, which was all right. Mm. It was fine. No, I say that it was lovely because everyone was there was great. We had a good time. I played pool for like the first time ever. That yeah. was quite enjoyable. See that actually, that was when um, I that was my first pang of like because um, I felt quite poorly that day, yeah. and that was my first pang of I feel left out because I really like playing pool. I don't play enough of it anymore. Yeah, um, and um, it's you know, fun. I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't played snooker in like two years because of lockdown. Yeah, and um, yeah, that was that was when I was like, I wish I was there because I'd just be on that pool table all night. You know, yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It was it was very strange because it was like a bar at a uh, like an outlet kind of shopping center place. Sure. Yeah. So it, everyone that comes in drives. There's yeah. there's no fucking Ubers. There's no taxi rink. So it had a very strange demographic within the actual like yeah. bar pub thing. It's like American and... Mall. American Malls. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, and it was just. And like the menu was on a was on a television screen, which was mm. very counterintuitive, if you ask me. And they only had like their selection of products. And I don't know, it, would I go again? Probably, because because we, we had a great time. Yeah, but it, it was just a bit a bit strange. But we'll have great. to make a plan yeah. for the for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in even less time, game three on Sunday morning, Giles, uh, we. Got the mission. It was the long ways V-shaped deployment um, with a fog of war that meant you could see, I think, 36 inches the first two turns, 24 inches, turns three and four, and 12 inches, turns five. Mm. Just turn Um, five, yeah. And one team was attacking, one was defending. Um, We looked at, I looked at the mission. I looked at what Harry had to do, looked at what I had to do. I was playing Harry this game. Um, and actually from the grudges I'd left my envelope on the table I was meant to be on as you're meant to do went over to the table Harry and I were going to play on um, no envelopes wasn't 100% sure what my mission was so we're just looking at Harry's and I thought to myself well, I could play this mission um, it's, it's, it was a horrendous matchup for me and quite a good one for Harry um, and, but I was like this fog of war is going to bone me hard so I <laughs> snatched Harry's little A5 bit of paper tore off the corner of the fog of war and ate it in front of him. I was like, we're not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> just put, just gobbled it up. Oh, no, 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 no. And oh, that he... just reminds me of Mac out. I was, I was just about to say that, Will. It's just Mac eating the contract to um, kitten mittens. <laughs> and uh, we thought about it some more. We were like, this mission is just going to be an absolute disaster um, especially so, with the with the deployment for you yeah i was like i literally cannot i because <laughs> i had so many men and quite a big surface area like a spawn is a big surface area oh, night yeah. bases are quite big and then trying to fit how many moocs 
former juice seventy mukes, the former juicer characters in there. It just wasn't going to happen. So we rolled up Tide of Carnage and played Dawn of War, um, and I tabled Harry. Um, (laughs) Now that is rude. It just made it even sweeter that we'd we'd chosen to do something slightly different for 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 a hopefully more even game, and tabled him. But Harry said this is the game he learned the most from. Because if he'd lined up on the edge of his deployment, flat-outed at me, that would have only given me one turn of shooting before yeah. he just murdered everything. Mm, but he was playing very cautiously, kind of skirting around the two corners that weren't within Medusa range. And that was when the pennies started dropping them. Maybe these Medusas are a bit boring. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. Did the, what, so, what did the Medusas kill in turn one and two? Uh, well, nothing, because he was out of range of them. Three then. Hiding. Um, but it did mean that I could advance stuff up at the side. Um, I had I had a great play where I thought to myself, I'm going to fucking murder this Templar Brethren squad before they can use their melter bombs because the Castigator can strike at initiative two and hit everyone in base contact. Gotcha. Um, but because there was a slight rock in the way, by the time I'd got in, I could only get into contact with four people. So I did four wounds and then he saved three of them and I thought, oh no. So I killed one, deflagrated, killed another one. I was hoping, thinking to myself, I need to kill like six or seven of them here. Yeah. Uh, and I did not. So then the knight detonated. Um, on the other side of the table, I'd pushed my Spartan up. They'd charged, got a, they'd got like an 11 inch charge off to multi charges, two Vindicators, saw Jeez. them off. Oof. Um, uh, and then Sigismund hops out of his land raider. He had like a six inch charge, failed it. But his other Templar squad got in, so I could dispatch them before Sigismund then charged in, declined the challenge, obviously. Oh, I fucking hate um, that so much. Did he? punched him. T- no, I declined the challenge with Magister and oh, right. Always. It's Giles' only way of dealing with Sigismund. Declined! De- and then do you know what I did? I punched him to death with Gisteran. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Medusa on the other side. Bitch. Then... Yeah. As Harry pushed, did eventually decide to push out, the Medusas kind of dealt with everything on that side, kind of popped the transports, then popped the squads inside. So the last thing was, um, actually, I think somewhere in that combat, my my Praetor decapitated a couple of um, Templar sergeants or some characters. Mm. Um, I thought to myself, well, this is still a bit risky because if I don't kill him, he's going to kill me at Initiative 1 with his Solarite Gauntlets. So I was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> this is Deuce and Kaizak. He's just been promoted to the first company. He's keen to impress. And he just fucking decapitates him, everyone. Well, um, someone's got to be in the first company, I suppose. There's only one of them left. Exactly. Exactly. That's um, good. So the game finished with uh, my Praetor was about to be about to charge into Harry's last two models, which I think was a Templar sergeant and a chaplain. Um, Harry had failed his charge decided to call it there we, we've just rolled out the combat anyway as if we'd made the charge and um I, uh the praetor decapitated them both before they struck at initiative one anyway god damn god damn he went on a real rampage which was god very damn. enjoyable but again just the medusa is a little bit boring i feel like i need some something i can kind of move around and be more interactive playing more than one phase of the game Exactly that, which I think is one of the reasons I enjoy my Sons of Horus so much is because there's a lot of, you've got to be very careful with your movement and like it hurts when they get hit, but my, it hurts 
being hit back even more. Yeah, um, yeah. So you have to really think about it. Uh, whereas these are just a point and roll a scatter dice. <laughs> if your enemy, yes. if you, if your enemy can be bothered to get into range, yeah, of course. yes, yeah. Uh, Will game three. So I had grudged Tonka for this. Ah, oh, yes. Fi- finally, got to play. the stars aligned, and Ollie was not here to snap it out of fucking Tonka's <laughs> mitts. So we got to play, which was great. I'm very, very much excited for our next game. Because this game, truth be told, was fucking shit because oh. of the mission. So, because both sides were deploying Clash of the Lines, wherever it is, so each of us are in these triangles. The Dorito yeah. deployment. Yeah, so we're quite far away from each other. It's hard to get everything within within that when you're playing 3250. Yeah. Um, you've got Fog of War, so you kind of... like have you have to move even, up. Yeah, you, you you haven't even got full range of your weapons. And, yeah. And then the Loyalists had to place all their objectives. They could only put three within their deployment zone. Only put three. And then the, then the others they could put wherever they wanted. I put two in my deployment zone, three splattered out, so that there was actually something to, to like fight towards. And then... The traitors only. Oh yeah, and so when the traitors scored an objective, it was essentially burnt. Yeah. So they get two VPs for burning an objective. Loyalists get one VP for holding one at the end of the game, as well as like attrition, slay the warlord, price of failure, usual shit. But the wording on it was that it had to be at the end of the loyalists. If the traitors held onto the objective, if they scored it, so there weren't any. Denial units or scoring units from the loyalists <laughs> on it. At the end of the loyalist turn, it then got burnt. So they had to grab it in their turn, hold, hold it for it. a whole nother turn, and then they scored the points. Impossible. And which was just and like I just I had a very offensive shooty army that he just unfortunately Tonka just came in kind of pieces and. It's like, right, that needs to die. Blow that fucker up. Tune that. And it, it it just wasn't a game in the grand scheme of things. I think Tonker even conceded like turn three or four. It was just like, we know what's happening now. And we're like, yeah, we know what's happening now. Yeah. Like, should we just write this off? Won't even count it. Next time we're at an event, we're fucking playing, first thing. And if it's a mission like this or whatever, whatever, we'll just fucking scrap that, roll a red book, and yeah. we we'll finally, yeah. we'll finally have our game. And it was a pleasure to play him. He's really actually inspired me as well about what I want to do with some of my other armies going forward as well. It really cemented that I don't like the Glaive. I don't like the Arquitus Spicular Launchers. Arcuses are really good. Like, yeah. really fucking good. Yeah, Arcus, but they've always been good. Arcus yeah, been like, good. I haven't used them in so long. I must have forgotten how effective they are at just killing infantry. Like, just, just ripple-firing just yeah, mooks yeah. it's just they're just so good at and yeah it's just so uh actual game it was terrible a, non- a non-event but yeah, good yeah. good good but, to socialize and see tonka but the experience was fucking off the chain because the man's yeah. an absolute cornerstone of the uk heresy he's he's a great guy he really he's, is he's sort of he's solo so repping the, the legion of peterborough yeah, man. Like um, he's just and like we were talking about fantasy. He bought like a big 
box of random bits off like marketplace. Yeah. We were talking about that. And oh, it was just great. It was just lovely. But he he's like I mean, he absolutely pushed me in at the human only event that Harry and Callum ran. Yeah, uh, like that, and that wasn't a game. I didn't give him a game at all. Uh, I really was not playing very well, and I really didn't mm. give him a game. But we just talked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just, he was asking about awesome. you know, my, my engagement, and I was talking to him about his job, and we were talking about the event scenes, and we were talking about just everything and nothing, you know. And the game was kind of again same as like when we played Jack. The game was just there to facilitate us even being at a table together. Of course, um, but if you know if they'd have said, oh, by the way. Um, you two are not playing this mission for whatever reason. Can you sit out? And we just sat there and played. Just sorry, and we just sat there and talked for two and a half hours. It would have been exactly the same engagement. Would have absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would have been the same thing. You know. So, yeah, uh, yeah Tonka's good boy. Lovely um, bloke. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Um, to play he great. actually great. made me a special snowflake award. Oh, that was nothing to do with with uh, the greetings. It was off his own back. Uh, he decided that, uh, and so it's up actually, it's on my wall, and it says the award is for building and painting a Spartan in record time, progressing the War Masters Crusade against the False Emperor. Um, he said he got me a little little frame, a little, little bit of some wording for mm. the sheer amount of painting that I did during the month of January and the first week of February. He's which a good really lad. upset Rob because I did borrow two Medusa carriages off of Ollie because I couldn't get mine done in time. But yeah. I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. So that's what Rob meant when he said Giles won an award for painting a army, an army. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, mate. It's very, very kind of you, and it's up on the wall. He's a good egg. Remain there for some time. He's one of the reasons why, when I came away from that human-only event, the militia-only event, I thought my solar orcs doesn't have any teeth at the moment again because I've again I've just bought units that I like the look of or. Uh, when I bought the army originally with, you know, the, the crowdfunded money, that it was kind of just what I thought was cool. And it doesn't have the teeth to it that I want it to have. And, you know, my White Scars is in the same place. I don't want to leave it at that. I'm probably going to leave the Solar Orcs, but I'm not going to leave the White Scars at this point. And Tonka, when we were discussing, was one of the inspirations to get uh, get an army together that at least doesn't have to be a bullshit list, just has some teeth so that when I turn up to play these games, I'm not, not embarrassed, but I'm not just like, oh, sorry, mate, I'm sorry that, You've won in turn three and neither of us have rolled many dice. Hello. How are we doing? Hmm, very good. Yourself? Yeah, I've just found some uh, party ring biscuits left over Ooh. from Isla's party on Sunday. And, um, I love get... a party ring there. Fucking yeah, they're, the getting, they're getting hot. Yeah, done. That's it. All gone. See, see ya. See ya. So um, I think once Giles is on and here he is Ta-da. Ta-da-da. here he is so we're going to do game four we'll go straight into it Full send. and then uh, a little bit of a wrap-up boys mm, beautiful um just I, i've just noticed as you both join can both of you just be aware your creaky and your beards i mean you're I'm in i see there's one creak to get into a position where i can comfortably have my elbow on the on the arm of the chair holding the microphone away from any Scratchiness. Should do what I do and trap it behind a glass, then it hangs in the air. Send that glass flying. Oh, that's also true. We'll have PC mics soon, so we don't have to worry about it. Um, Game four for Mr. Henry. So I finally got to replay, well, play my game one, which was. Ah, okay. Rob. 
it, which was delayed because of life. So Rob and I played. Um, I've played Rob plenty of times in the past. It's always a tough fight. He always brings his A game, yeah. and which is always fun. It was always good. He's running World Eaters. He's got, oh, bloody hell. So he's got eight Butchers, a Centurion with a Chain Fist, and Serlac in a Charybdis, and a Primus Medicae mm. in a Charybdis. Mm. He's got Angron, Serlac, and eight Butchers in a Charybdis. He's got two Serlacs. <laughs> he's got a Primus and Serlac. Oh, what a son of a bitch. Yeah, each with eight, each with eight Butchers. Yeah. And Angron. Okay. And a Centurion with a chain. The, num- the number of blood. Oh my god, yeah. And then he's got uh, five chain terminators in a Dreadclaw. Yeah. 20, 20 Marines in a Spartan. Yeah. 10 Marines in a Rhino. And 10 Marines just slogging. Pretty offensive list, one might say. Tough game. So the mission was what were we doing in the last game? Just kill, we were just killing each other. So you got more points for the yeah, better thing you killed. Points. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. That's a, a perfect was, way to finish an event, though, isn't it? And there was simple. additional VP for killing a character in a challenge. Yes. Mm. There were additional negatives for declining a challenge. And I think those special rules were called like in the eye of the gods or something. Uh, I think. Yes. The white of their eyes. Something, mm. something like that. Yeah. Good for so actually. Very good. Oh, yeah, and for and every you could, challenge he issued, yeah. you got an extra attack. Yeah. And you could issue as many challenges per combat as you wanted. That wasn't just an Angron thing anyone could. Oh, right. Okay, sweet. Which That's a nice rule. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So, tough game, but it was decided by a single dice roll in, <laughs> in, in Rob's first turn. So a reserve roll. Not even a reserve roll. And... Would you like to, to both take a second guess, or Giles a first guess, of what single dice roll decided the outcome of this game? Did he immobilise a transport on a bit of debris? Got it in one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm quite pleased please, that I guessed that. Please tell I didn't, me it was I didn't like know a, that before. Please tell me it was like a dog shit little ammo crate or something. Oh, it was a shitty little ruin that was strewn <laughs> on the board. <laughs> Like not even so, a ruin, like smaller than that of an Aegis line. So like, something that a like a, a a Spartan would not even give a like half a fuck about, or a Dreadclaw would not land anywhere, or a Charybdis would not land anywhere near because of the size of its legs. So but, is that what happened? He rolled a one on a deep strike mishap. It wasn't even on a mishap. It was to immobilize the Charybdis. <laughs> <laughs> so, so turn one, he brings. How does that even, how does that even happen? Well, it has to take a dangerous train check when it moves. Because he flat outed it in the shooting phase. Oh, okay. One. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got eight butchers, Serlac and Angron in? Ah. No dozer blade. <laughs> no nah. dozer blade. He's not getting that tasty four up jink anymore. Oh, why? Dear. So did he did he land the Charybdis in a place that was just well and truly put him out of the game? No, he just wanted to just edge it over a bit and get it closer to the glaive. Right. Oh, and all oh, right, I, I'm going to take off. Will send it. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck. And the pair of us looked at each other, just like, oh dear. <laughs> like, it's I love that it's hilarious that you were just like, 
Itemobilized. <laughs> and he's like, he'd be like, no, nah, come on, like game four on a Sunday with two old mates, not immobilized. And you're like, I didn't make the rules. It's a, it's a uh, Rob, the, the rules control the fun. You're <laughs> immobilized. It's a one year scrub. Yeah, so oh, no. he was super offensive turn one. Um, and then you were super offensive when he rolled. Yeah, and then I was just like, cool, <laughs> well, because you're not, because. I was thinking, all I've got to do is get the butchers out. Yeah. 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 Once they're out, I can charge them. I'll probably lose three or four fire drakes, but I'll probably kill most of the unit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be fine. But now it's immobilized. The first thing I shot at it blew it up. So the eight yeah. butchers, Serlac and Angron, all piled out. What I'd done is I'd moved the rhino up alongside it. Yeah. So that when he got out, he could only get out on like two sides. Okay. Because then I also cut the fire drakes out so that I could charge them. Um, I then shot my entire army into it and killed all eight butchers, Serlac, and put Angron down to three wounds, I think it was. Fuck. Yeah, pretty savage. But in, this, in at the same time, shot myself out of range of like a nice comfortable charge because I'd killed all the butchers and everything that I wanted to charge. Yeah, true. So I was like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to try and charge you, Rob. And he's like, "Eh, whatever, send it. Double six, 11-inch charge. And every time I did something horseshit, he was like, fuck off, Will. And he'd shout it. Or like raise his voice about it. Fuck off, Will. And yeah, so charge into anger on turn one. Put him down to like two wounds after he did some shit hot saves, which was pretty tasty. He then got his 18 tactical marines out and charged in to 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 try and help. Mm-hmm. Uh, they proceeded to do a single wound to a fire drake <laughs> with nearly with nearly 80 attacks, which was mooks, just fucking horseshit. And then yeah, just just at that point, it was just like, well, I will just grind you down now. Like I'm tougher yeah, than that's, you. This game over. Yeah, like I'm killier than you. I can shoot better than you. I can fight as good as you with this one squad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The other butchers on the far flank really summed up how the game could have gone if the immobilized result hadn't happened on his Charybdis because I just because I had to deal with everything in front of me. I couldn't keep getting back to them, and they just charged the Rhino, blew it up, charged the attack squad, killed them all, charged the Arquitas, killed them all. Yada yada yada. And yeah, yeah. It would have been the exact same thing if I had not, if he probably hadn't immobilized it. Yeah. Because I, I would have had to put more firepower into it to actually open it. I then would have charged it. You can only it. slow one down. Exactly. Like I would yeah, have lost yeah. lots of fire drakes probably to the combat as well as him losing his butchers. But it would have been more of a trade off. Um, but at that point, it almost wasn't a trade off, if you know what I mean. So, um, very, very fun game though. Very, v- v- very insightful as to how these games can go. Yeah. Um, and it was a nice way to end the weekend. I must say, I like kill points first thing on a Sunday, not last game on a Sunday. No, you're probably right. Yeah, first game. Uh, the last game on a Sunday should always be the the final epic game. Of course, yeah, yeah. But that's just personal choice, so. Mm. Yeah, uh, but you're right, always kill points Sunday morning because everyone's hanging. Yeah, I just think know? it's just l- lovely that way. So. I, d- I mean, at my, at my last event, I did so many things terribly wrong with the missions. Mm. But the, one of the things I think I did right, because I the four missions were themed after the gods. 
Of course. So I just made mission three Sunday morning corn. Uh, just kill points. Yeah. Just kill points. Just- Loyalists can play loyalist traits can play traitors just fucking kill each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was literally to do it. Yeah, because that's what happened. The red mist ascended. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, that Which was loyalists can fight loyalists. Do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Giles, game four. He's gone to sleep. Oh, he's passed out. Oh, he's fallen off his chair. I mean, he has actually gone. Wait, where the fuck's he gone? <laughs> Is he... uh, oh, Charles? that was just that was just a little sound there. Oh no, he's oh. gone. He's actually gone from uh, the recording. Oh my god, this is hilarious. How long has he been gone for? Uh, he's just like you know what? Fuck yeah, I'm Fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. He might have just fallen asleep. I was playing Final Fantasy with a couple of mates the other night, and one of them just fell asleep as we were doing the dungeon. Oh wow! Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, literally just fell asleep, like mid-content. It was hilarious. <laughs> he didn't come in and leave Roy Jenkins or anything. No, just, no, no. Duh. Yeah, it's just... Uh, uh. That's hilarious. I thought you were just... Bloody really Because co- actually, you joined, and we as soon as you joined, I was like, right, let's go straight into game four. Full sense, let's go. But I didn't I was, hear your voice. I was here. I was just listening to Will's chat about Game 4 and then he asked me and I immediately started talking. And you're like, who's actually falling asleep? And I was like, are they taking the piss? <laughs> and you were like, and I was like, can you hear me? And you're like, Hello? Hello? Oh my God. And then I pressed the X and he went, oh, that was, that was the noise, the joining or leaving noise. And then my echo went, because I was echoing before. Right. And then... I, so I thought, oh, it's, it's working now. Perfect. Started talking. Still couldn't hear me. Thought I'll leave and rejoin. Wouldn't let me rejoin. Oh, my God. A load of arse. But anyway. When, when we do this on the PCs next month, gang, it's going to be so much better. It's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't but think anyway. it will have the same charm to it, but it'll be better. It will, it will, yeah. f- it will for me. <laughs> I think it'll be better because um, I, when I, cause I sit at like, the table. Yeah. And then I trap the earphones round a glass, so they're held at like a. So I've got some Pythagoras going on, so they're held at an angle all the time. Of course, Sinkos turn and all that, yeah. Yeah, but the problem is that while I'm just sitting here doing fuck all, like my legs are swinging constantly. I'm flicking my nails. I'm picking this, and I'm look, reading the fingering in, yourself. Yeah, yeah, two fingers deep. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, I'm Actually, just sat, sat at my desk trying to avoid letting it scratch on my beard. I've been um, looking at my storms here. That's what, I've been do- what wow. I was doing in that break when I made a cup of tea. Anyway, Giles. Yes, game, game four. four. So I, uh, I played the, the wonderful Dan Kennedy. What a lovely man. And his Stone One of the Gauntlet. Best. One um, of the best. The only man that we were allowed to play Stone Gauntlet. And well, not give him... Uh... Not- not too much shit. If you could see me, I'm doing the classic forefinger and thumb small sign. We won't give him, <laughs> we won't give him too much shit. Just just a little bit. He was uh, hilarious on the run up to greetings, by the way, because obviously in the loyalist chat we had this whole like thing with Dan Kennedy who would put oh, like yeah. I've got my breach of command squad. Here it is. Here's all the effort I've put into painting and building it. And then Richard being like it's banned. Yeah, you can't take that. I'm and then him, him being like in the loyalist oh, chat, but... being like, "Okay, that's fine." And then in Instagram Messenger, being like, "These bunch of cunts!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Kill them all!" <laughs> to joke, you know, joking. He's not really because he's not a seer. He's not. Yeah. That, I am know. the Stone Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, 
him messaging me frantically for days like <laughs> oh i just think this will do i've got to, i've got to run up like 200 points like how am oh. i gonna do it? i'll do this i'll do that and then he started p- making a unit then i believe he smashed that unit in rage <laughs> and he got all raged out and threw it in the bin and then started a new one and then richard was like oh we're gonna allow it again now yeah send it mate <laughs> and he was like cheers guys and then in instagram messenger i could just hear like the squad looked fucking great yeah so this mission was as well so kill points uh it was the the triangles corner deployment yep um so i deployed my medusas pretty far forwards not right on the line but quite far forwards and I shot them once all game. Uh, what? Yeah. Dan, Dan understandably thought, well, I've got a lot of breaches and they might be toughness five, but against strength 10, that's not a good combo. So some might say he understood the assignment. He did. And he, and this is when it was a penny really dropped. I was like, maybe the juices are really fucking boring. Um, <laughs> so I played a game where I had three grenadier squads that, spent most of the game just kind of wandering around no man's land thinking I don't want to get charged by a bunch of phalanx warders but I also would like to occasionally fire my last rifle mm. um, so I had the Ogrins go up one side the Spartan and the Knight go up the other um, the Knight um, twatted a Spartan well I say it twatted a Spartan it took a couple of whole points off um, mm. and then got detonated the following turn <laughs> oh, um, for fuck's sake <laughs> sounds like you uh, did have a lot of luck with your the night, your night so it, it did i think two or three spartan hole points it uh killed about five marines and a drop kick to land raider that was it's an outing over four wow. games jeez um i mean some of it was down to my foolish playing but yeah a lot we'll of touch on that. A lot time. of people, see, a lot of people see a knight and go, "Well, that needs to die immediately." Pro- sure. yeah, sure. It was that a Spartan, sure. and everything else was high toughness. Yeah, so, it's the lesser like, of you. If you've got point, multiple yeah. last cannons, it's like right knight Spartan. Don't need to shoot for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, the Spartan uh, had a turn of kind of flirting with the his Spartan and Lamb Raiders. And then I thought, fuck this. So I... <laughs> uh, did, uh, did you I just moved, Larry and Tyson? I did. I sent it. I moved six, disembarked six, declared a triple charge. I was like, I'm going to charge. This is the primary, secondary, and the Melter squad's the tertiary. Um, I needed. I think I need an 11 to reach the Melter squad. And I thought, well, I don't want them shooting the Justarian if they kill both the vehicles with all those Melter guns. So I'm going to risk Overwatch against two of them hope for a hot charge roll and what do I do? I pull out the two sons of Horus Dice, give them a little cheeky little little peck um, and then roll them out and what comes <laughs> up? What are you looking at? That's Double right. Double six, baby. Double fucking sixes. Oh, and I was encouraged I by well. this. Yeah. I, my all grins were 11 inches away from some from some, um, uh, some creatures. Clumps. In some uh, that were stood in front of some ruins, I thought, you know what, we can weather some Overwatch. We're toughness six. We got three wounds each, so rolled it out. What what comes up? An eleven. So I was averaging. <laughs> a, uh, a, I rolled some really hot charges of, over the the event. I think I had an eleven inch against Harry, 
and then these two as well. Um, and Just I, left so I had two chain fists go into a Lamb Raider, two into another, or three or four into another Lamb Raider, and then some mooks into, and then some guys into the the Malta squad as well. So my sergeant, and so my Praetor decapitated someone in a challenge for some VP as a sergeant, I think, of the Melter squad. Um, blew up the Lamb Raider, the, the second Lamb Raider, and then completely whiffed against the first one, uh, which would come back to bite me later on. So I had four attacks because disordered charge, two guys, missed three of them, didn't detonate it with the one that got through. Um, so the next turn, drove back, they hopped out and they charged me. Um, and it was an absolute fuck fest for several turns um, so the, the Just Aaron squad ended up in combat with his command squad the contents of the Breacher which was the Phalanx Warder squad with Praetor um, and the Malta squad as well and eventually they did succumb to just weight of attacks but they put on a good show they put on a really good show mm. um, the Ogrins chewed through one breacher squad they fled obviously they're initiative two so they didn't catch them um charged the other squad kind of did some damage to that my force commander went through a couple of challenges with his power axe um took a wound off of camber diaz for nothing in return um i mean he did pass i think three involved saves that were all instant death off his paragon blade but um yeah it was like they put on a real show but because that was wisely staying out of Medusa range. I was the main kind of heavy hitters of the list, sent from the shooting phase, didn't do anything all game. So it was just, can I do more damage to his army with half of my army? And the answer yeah. to that was, unsurprisingly, no. Um, <laughs> but it was an absolute pleasure to spend a couple of hours with, with, with Dan, some great bloke. So, yeah, summary of the weekend, four great games, some mixed performances from myself. Well, mixed performances are pretty good still. Um, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people walked away from that event losing all four games. And to be honest, yeah, yeah I learned half the rules again, and I need to read the fucking rule book. Because if it wasn't for the fact that Dan, Harry, Ian, and, and John knew what they were doing, it would have been an absolute disaster. Yeah. I need to, pl- I feel like I need to. When I've got a list together with my white scars that I enjoy, and I've got two at the moment that I'm tinkering with, and in fact, I like them both. That um, I need to when I've got them and they're print not printed but painted and da, 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 pro- probably printed. Um, I need to have like five games with Will, where I'm just like, <laughs> right, Will, how do I See, fucking I, I learn this to, list? I made, a montage. A, made, a, made a cheat sheet for myself yeah. and in like a yeah. red book format. I've, I've I started typing out yeah. some some lore as well. I mean, that's great. So I knew the special rules, but I don't know what a fucking consolidate does anymore. I'm like, that's the <laughs> level of potato I've, 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 I've sunk to. That's the pro- like, the, I've is read it, is it the three inches book. or a D6. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's bad. It's embarrassing. More games, more reps is what you need. Just Absolutely. in time for a new edition. 100%. Let's learn some rules and then change them. Nice. So I think we're going to go when we do someone's lost again who just who oh, oh did we lose will for a bit there i didn't even notice Fuck we'd lost will what's, what's, what's going, going on with you two that? tonight hello can you hear me i can yeah, hear can i hear can hear you will but you're echoing horrendously yes yeah, ro- robo 
Robo Bill. R- Robocock. <laughs> <laughs> right, Giles, while Will sorts his life out, um, we'll probably talk about in-depth list changes next week. I think that's a good I topic. I think so. I right? think that's a, we'll, a we'll, we'll chat. Yeah, and, and we'll go proper deep into all three lists. Ballsy. Yeah, m- mine. No shallower. Ex- no shallower. Not a no hair shallower. shallower. Back, but what were your two biggest takeaways from the greetings, Medusas aside, yeah. that you're going to carry on with or you're going to bear in mind the next event you go to? Well, the first biggest takeaway was that I fucking love Horace Heresy. Um, <laughs> my second takeaway was uh, I guess the min- what would my second takeaway be I feel like I've covered all of my takeaways it is read a rule book have a more interactive list um, I feel like we've just had a noise that someone's left but I can still yeah, see Will, people Will was just texted oh. to say he's trying to try and leave and rejoin I don't know okay. what's going on I apologise okay. to all the listeners who are still listening uh, but can, they, can the listeners hear the ding? Um, they anyway. might do. Who knows? Mm, well, I'll get retime updates. Um, mm. Yes. Yeah, so I still, I don't. Yeah, I've covered my takeaways. Medusas are boring. Interactive list. I love yep. Horace Heresy. Uh, and maybe my other one would be that I love the chicken wings at Greasings. Ooh, so good. <laughs> Did you play in game one against John Askham's Loken? I did. Yes, but he spent most of the board hiding from Medusa. Most of the game hiding from Medusas. Um, I think he had his knight errant objective was something to do with being somewhere at a specific time or not dying. His objective was protecting um, Euphra Tequila. Euphra Tequila. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Well, I didn't even fucking get nearer, so he did a no. pretty good job. Which was Don't a shame you... because it was so, such a beautiful model and it spent most of the game in a ruin, so I couldn't fully perv over it like I would have liked. It's because Loken's redemption get... arc is really good. Oh, yeah. that's the best. It's fucking amazing. I did get to perv on it at Armies on Parade, so I can't complain too much. Will. (laughs) I'm lost in redemption arc memes now. (sighs) Well, I mean, it's the greatest love story of the heresy. Logan coming back. And everyone wanted to see it, right? Everyone did. Literally, everyone asked for it. What's his name who laughed? Uh, Kieran? (laughs) Kieran, yeah. yeah. He loved it, especially. Wrapped us on a postcard, Imperialis, or whatever it is. (laughs) Also, Terrace Hartfrob, yeah, yeah. Fucking lad. Fucking top hero. Unbelievable painter. Off the chain. His whites, sorry, his Thousand Sons, where they're like the pink fading to the blue in one model. Oh. That got you pretty hectic, didn't it? I had had you hot under the collar. It It got Ian Hotter. Ian and, Ian, and Ian runs hot. So. Yeah. Mine, Ooh, it got me hot for Thousand Sons. And then I spent most of the weekend perving on Thousand Sons armies on Instagram. And then I spent most of Sunday afternoon trying to find someone who would make me an Arm and Terminator conversion. Um, and then. I'll, I'll, I'll do you one, sweet cheeks. I think I've, I think with the Prey Tour. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah we're getting um, off topic. We're getting off topic. But, um, it's approaching yes. bedtime. So, Will, what were your two biggest takeaways? We'll talk more about in-depth list analysis next week. That's our plan next week. Okay. But what are your two biggest hot snap takeaways from this weekend? 3250 is the new 3K. That's a great takeaway. Uh, five mission games are fucking horse shit. Because five turns. Sorry. Thank you, Giles. 
because Imperial Fists and Iron Warriors have no Legion downsides if you play five turn games. So what's the fucking point? What's the downside playing, to playing Sons of Horus? If you're playing a big game, you uh, and you're only playing four of them, you wanna you wanna see that game full through to fruition and five yeah. turns does not always do that. Yeah, but that's just personal choice. Um, mm. th- yeah, th- thirty-two fifties, the new three K, no Lords of War, no name characters, thirty-two fifty, send it to the internet. <laughs> when you, all the way. So, when you say no special characters, no Lords of War, yeah, where do we draw the line? Because there's, if we take away the most powerful, boring thing, which are Primarchs and Lords of War. So, What's the next most powerful, boring thing? Because in my opinion, it's triple Laz Vindi, double Scorpius behind an Aegis line with yeah. double Praetor on bikes. I don't think Pri- Primarchs are that boring. <sighs> I, I, I don't. I, I've never used mine. I'm going to fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm taking him to everything. Yeah, Pete, all right. Fair Pete's, point, yeah. Pete's, Pete's custom 30k Frontier event later on in the year. Yeah, made oh, yeah. the, you know, oh. if, 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 if it's a thing. Yeah. We need to we need to keep this pod going just to keep Pete going. Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. He's even he messaged me like a month ago and was like, dude, when's the next podcast? And I was like, I think it's like two days we're recording. And he was like, Yeah, you need to not get bored because it's really good and it's keeping me going. And I was like, Yeah, no, we're fine. And he was like, Yeah, but you need to stop like not recording. You need to record all the time. I'm like, oh. Pete, calm the calm the fuck down. Fine. Um, so that event is like, oh, obviously no names characters. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm still, I'm still bringing calm. Like, I'm still going to send it. <laughs> I'm still going to send it. I'm going to bring the fucking Kagan. Yeah. Oh, the Kagan. Oh, oh, the Kagan. And when he, t- when he turns up on, on parade, and then, yeah. and then spend the rest of the day in Pete's garden after he's lobbed out <laughs> the window. Yeah, literally, yeah. In that random community centre. Um, <laughs> okay, boys. So sum up briefly the... Give me each a constructive piece of criticism for Greetings of the Warp. So specifically, Andy, because I, as I understand, this one was mostly run by Richard and Chris, who did a very, in my opinion, very good and tough job because us as players, and me especially, were arseholes. Yeah. So um, what's a constructive piece of criticism for those three, um, but Andy especially going forward, if he's listening to this? I think... I don't think you necessarily he needs to he needs to put more players in to the space that he has provided. I think he would have been perfectly fine keeping it at thirty two or thirty four. I don't think he needed to push it up to forty forty odd. I that's one of my favourite things about the greetings events is the space, mm. the the ability to breathe and feel cool and have table service and yada yada yada. And I just felt like 40 players in that room was just a bit tight. Personal so sense. the weekender yeah. looks like it's going to be busy. Mm, but it's in three rooms, I think, I think, isn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. Titanicus is definitely in a different room to the 40K, to the 30K. Um, yeah, I, of course. Yeah. I have been given permission by Andy to be able to mix and match now. Oh, you dirty dog. Because I Love didn't it. get to play Heresy, obviously, this weekend, last weekend. So I would like to be able to play at least one game. Um, of of forty of thirty k that weekend, nice. Um, we'll see, but that I'm if we can get a game on like Friday evening and Saturday evening, then I won't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, okay, but so, so okay, space, Giles? space. Yep, I'd say more chicken wings. 
Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Having missed out on it, just more fucking food. Mm. But, yeah, better to be under than over in this instance. Better to... Last thing that, that they wanted to be left with was like fucking 30 wings for the pair of them to have to eat on Saturday night or whatever. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do we know? Yeah. Cool. Okay. And uh, one really good thing. Just Giles? The her- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, just had, I just had a fucking great time. Yeah. Great weekend. The, fuck, the fucking heresy community is the best. <laughs> like, it's just like I could have easily gone and not played a single game. And had an amazing time. Yeah. Like yeah. if if anything, the games were the fucking low, low point. And the games were amazing. Like, which is just crazy to think. It was just so nice seeing everybody, seeing everyone happy, seeing everyone keen, seeing everyone hard for heresy. It's mm. just it was mm. it was just lovely. It I was, discovered that yeah. uh Harry is no longer allowed to put hashtag hard for heresy on his Instagram posts anymore because his as other half Anna says it's it's too much. But, uh, and I enjoyed uh, uh, that fact greatly. That's amazing. Gave me a good chuckle. But speaking of the wonderful heresy community, I would like to use this to not so seamlessly segue into a package that was recently delivered Ooh. to my home from from distant lands, Denmark, distant lands, Scandinavia, mm. um, north, the via, north, via Eastbourne. Um, it was. It was. And it come via this fine abode. It did from the south coast, and so I've known Tom had mentioned he had a parcel for me and he'd bring it greetings. And I thought, I wonder what this is. Could be anything. Is it? Is it a bit? Is it a pot of paint? Is it a particularly proud a turd that he was particularly proud of and he's mm. kept for me? All are likely, um, very likely. Is it a small collection of his favourite pubic hairs? I don't mm. know. Um, and he was, and then Tom got more and more excited for me to open it. And I thought, well, it's obviously going to be something pretty hot. Um, and I saw the packaging and I saw, I, so Tom left it. Basically, I was at work. Tom Tom dropped it off. He collected something uh, that Ian had Equally printed spicy. off for him. Some 3D print, oh. resin printed, white score assault score that looked unreal. But anyway, so I've got this box. Um, I'm taking it up the stairs. I'm trying really hard to keep it side on to me so I can't see like a return address or my address, any handwriting. What is this? Get upstairs. It is thoroughly well packed. Like there's no way the contents of this box is getting damaged. So Paul, take notes on how to wrap wrap stuff. (laughs) Um, Get the hobby knife, open up the tape. I'm kind of then open it, putting on its side with my eyes closed, opening it, feeling around really gently, taking bubbles out. And I open it up, and what's inside? A little Tupperware. Take the lid off the Tupperware. It was something like that in itself. Very enjoyable. I'm wrapping it, and then mm. what do I see? I peel open this lid of the Tupperware, take the bubble wrap out of the Tupperware, and what do I see looking at me? But none other than Horace Axeman, little Horace Ooh, from mama. Christopher, who is at Dawn's Arrow on Instagram. Um, I'd say go and follow him, but he ha- if you are listening to us, then you already follow him. It's, uh, you do. You do. He's an unbelievable painter, and clearly an even more generous human being. Um, just give him a, he's actually given me a model that he must have poured tens of hours into, um, and I could not be happy with it. It's so generous. It's so kind. 
Um, and I'm going to uh, Christopher put a little sweet note in there, um, saying that uh, like when you're done with it, pass it on. You're welcome to rebase it and stuff. So I'm going to pop them on a on a new base. I mean, I think I'd be lying to myself if I thought I could improve the paint job in any way. Um, so I'm really excited to put them in, I'm going to stick them in his new base. The next games day, which I think is probably going to be towards the end of the month, it's a hundred percent coming too. Uh, I just thought it was ultra generous. Um, there's a little picture on my Instagram page. Um, if I'm going to have a look at that, and it made me quite emotional about the heresy community. To be honest, like <clears throat> to to just just the fact that people are like prepared to. Like, he could have sold that model for a quid. large, large quantity of money because it is an unbelievable paint job. But the parts he's used are brilliant. And he decided to give it to someone that's particularly passionate about that particular and that's, thing. And that's why you got it. <clears throat> so when he first messaged me, he said, you know, I don't know Giles with any great intimacy, basically. And um, I've, you know, I've only known from the podcast what's going on. How likely is he to ditch the Sons of Horus as a project? <laughs> <laughs> And I said zero. Yeah, you know there he's played. No chance, he's played Sons of Horus for going on four years now, three or four years. Um, uh, yeah, three years. Yeah, it's um, it's a project that's, you know, he sort of finished it, but then is still adding more. Once the second, ed- even if he flirts with other things like militia and night houses, once the second edition comes out, which we all know is coming, that will be the thing that he's using, oh, and it will be the f- you know, bay. plastic Spartans are going to be sea green. Yeah. Oh yes. And um, he was like, "Okay, good. I've got this present. Would you mind giving me his address?" And I said, "I I don't know Giles's address off the top of his head. I I can tell you where it is. I I drive there every fucking week, <laughs> but I don't I don't know the name of the address. But also, I'm going to see him at greetings. Bring it here. I'll make sure it gets there safely. Yeah. And then once I got COVID, I had to say, look. <laughs> I've got your box, but I'm not seeing Giles and I can't leave the house. And he was like, ah. Um, and so he knew it wasn't going to be given to you at greetings, which was gutting for both me and him. Um, so, you know, we made a concerted effort to try and get it to you as soon as possible after isolation finished. Um, thank, thank you very much for facilitating it. It's very kind of silly. No, and, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's unreal. Like I went to bed feeling yesterday evening, so quite a long day at work, got home to do some bits i wanted to have i didn't want to be like rushing it i wanted to sit down and kind of take in whatever was inside this box and so i opened it up had a little meltdown sent him some very loving messages uh and then went to went to bed with a warm fuzzy feeling in my heart and Aww. a rigid penis for the 16th <laughs> legion it's um it's amazing how much that sort of stuff happens i think we a couple of people have made comments, not nasty ones, but, you know, comments of like, Jesus Christ, the amount of free shit you've got since you started doing a podcast, you're only nine episodes in, which is true, ostensibly. Yeah, and I will but... point out, we don't mention it on the podcast because we're fishing for stuff. No, Absolutely. no, please don't send us any yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're done. We're done. We're, you're done. <laughs> but um, it's not just us. Do you know what I mean? Like, Paul didn't give me that Storm Eagle because I have a podcast. Paul gave me that Storm Eagle because he... You're fucking frothing for it. Because fr- I'm frothing for Storm Eagles. 
the Storm Eagle Right of War is something that I'm definitely doing for the White Scars. It's probably yeah. for Pete's event. It's definitely happening. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I, I, I got the ump with it. I tried to build it. I couldn't build it. I got the ump with it. You can send it to Moggy and pay Moggy to build it. And um, that, that way it gets used. And I'll and, and then you can pay me back by playing it against me in a game. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. It's, 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 what? Like, that it's fucking hot. It's happens, fucking poetry, isn't it? Yeah. Happens a lot more often than than you, than you see. Than you see, like even 100%. on Heresy Trading, which is a weird microclimate. Yeah. But the amount of times you'll say someone will be looking for a particular bit, and uh, so often the comment is just just cover the post or yeah. what's the yeah. address? Send just send me your address. Or, just send me your address. Yeah. And um, like I asked for a night base on there once, and and Dan Collister was just just fired one over mm. and. He's since left Heresy. He's not had a chance to buy him a beer, but he is owed one. I um, think he's getting. I, I, I think I'm. I I'm unfortunately into it. I no, it. he's playing Heresy again. Oh, he's, no, um, that is fantastic. He's yes. unfortunately still got me blocked on Instagram, which is a real shame. Um, I don't know what happened there, but um, I know that he's playing Heresy again. Well, that is um, excellent news. He no, went just, to Warhammer World with like Rob Bear up and stuff to play. Okay. So. Oh, fantastic. So it's just it's it's a. Uh, as much as it can seem toxic sometimes and there's all the shit that goes on and there's little nerd arguments, but ultimately we all love toy soldiers. We all love each other. And that, that really is why the event scene is quite different to any other event scene because the 40 K event scene is quite its own unique beast, but in the AOS event scene, they're all mates. Yeah. You know, even when they play the, the, the nationals, so it's the England team and the Wales team and all the rest of it, and they play in the big six nations or whatever, they're all mates. They're all international mates, which is similar to Heresy. Mm. But when you go to an AOS event, what matters most is the game. Yeah. Yeah. They want to win that game. That's what that's how they're engaging with each other, is beating each other in this game and they're having a good three hours. At Heresy event, the game is just such a far like such a low down on the priority list. Yeah, because most people are in it for armies on parade. It's true for, for socialization, socialization for socializing, mm. um, and things like that. You know, my white scars. I, I'm I'm itching to get some games in with these white scars because I feel like I, if I don't, it's such a waste. But even you know, even when I go to the weekender, am I Titanicus? You know, when I go to the weekender and stuff. I'm more interested in the chatting and the seeing everyone and seeing everyone else's armies and talking to people face to face again. That I am about rolling dice for Khan's attacks. And that's quite unique. It's just crazy to think. It's good. I appreciate it. It's brilliant. I'm glad it exists. Boys, I think we've come to our natural end. Mm. I think we have. I think we've ended on a positive note of uh, oh, hugely, undoubtedly. The joyous community we find ourselves in. So thank you once again to Christopher. Yeah. You absolute fucking legend. Um, and thanks to everyone who's still Richard. listening to the podcast. And this has been a long one, a girthy episode. This one is going to be close to three hours long. And Ooh, it, is, it is. It's fucking bedtime. Um, I'm running out of steam rapidly. Same. So next <laughs> week, because there's no event this week for us to talk about. Nope. Next week, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the changes to Giles's list going forward for the next events. Yes. Well we're, well. we're going to talk about Will's new legion mm. and we're going oh. to talk about oh yeah we are shit yeah we're going to talk about yeah. Will's new legion if that's still got legs next week Will hopefully it does and then we're going to talk about my new white scars aims yep. at, and, and the thousand sons list that I want oh yeah yeah 
And we'll do a bit of a dive into the list we took as well. Yeah. 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 Quick for up, sure. Yeah. Quick update. Yeah. 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 Well, 100%. Boys, it's been a pleasure. I think we've said it all. Oh, truly. I'm going to go Thank and eat friends. two more party rings. Oh, Amazing. I'm going to, go, I'm going to fall asleep smiling. I can't yes. wait. Perfect. Me too. I know I've had a good time on, on the pod when my ears start hurting because my headphones are slightly uncomfortable because I've been smiling <laughs> so much. Yeah. So, uh, Thank you you for listening. Thank you all. all. Goodbye. See you later. Always the best. Take care. Bye.